Bros, episode 492 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. You're a little soft there in my headphones, just to let you know. I'm loud, and you're soft. We just try to switch that up a little bit. Hey! <laughs> hey. Your voice, it's, it, it, you kind of you sound a little far away. So far away! All right. So, while well, it's fiddling with the uh, knobs. <laughs> um, do anything special this week? Uh, I did a couple things, not too too much. Uh, so, uh, thing I, I bought, I did something a little out of character, and something <laughs> that was probably probably spot on character. Um, so, I'm going to do the little out of character first. I bought okay. a movie. Okay, well, right, right, that's not out of movie. It, that's not a character. You buying a movie is not is out of character. <laughs> the movie I bought <laughs> is out of character. It's and I watched it too. The second review of the movie's called Joyride. It's about a. Uh, American Asian, I guess you could say. American Asian, yes. Asian American Ed. Well, they, the the idea of it was um, that she was she was adopted by American parents, and she's in lives in Seattle, and there was another Asian family that just moved there. Okay, and the two girls became friends, and as she went on in life, she was they, like you know do like a little montage kind of thing of montage. her growing up. And she, you know, she becomes a lawyer, and she becomes like successful, and she's trying to become a, a partner in a law firm. Oh, so here is when Audrey's, uh, played by Ashley Park, business trip to Asia goes sideways. She enlists the aids of Lolo, played by Sherry Cola, her irreverent childhood best friend, who also happens to be a hot mess. Cat, played by Stephanie Husu, her college friend turned Chinese soap star, and Deadeye by Sabrina Wu. Sabrina Wu. Uh, Lolo's eccentric cousin. Their no-holds-barred epic experience becomes a journey of bonding, friendship, belonging, and wild debauchery that reveals the uh, universal truth to what it means to know and love who you are. But here's the thing: I had I I was in, I was intrigued by the 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 case the uh, the, the the art. Yeah, the artwork. It's the, got it's got. Four Asian people across uh, sitting on there. And the, all the, look- the neon, the 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 glow, that kind of thing. The right. the, 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 it's, the way it's a shiny, it's a shiny it's, box. It's a shiny box, you know, kind of thing. Plus the fact that they were like, I always liked, I always like, one always wanted to dye my hair a different color. Uh huh. So yeah, guy, one's got kind of like a black and blue tips. Yeah, yeah, they're all, yeah. It's one's like, got the kind of gray, but they're wearing a headset. It's got the little cat ears, cat ears on, on it. Very. There's a chicken on there for some reason. Yeah, yeah. The other <laughs> one's holding a pig. No one knows why. The other one... There's a reason why. I'm sure there but is. But here's the thing. I watched the movie from, from end to end. I laughed. It was funny. It's good. Worth, it's a worth, it was a worthwhile movie. Right. It's a very good movie. But I didn't know who who produced the movie until after the oh, credits roll. Okay. It was, who produced it? <laughs> it was Adam Goldberg and Seth. Uh, oh, Parker. okay. Seth Rogen. So I'll give me that reason why it was funny. Yes. All right. So there was, I mean, there was, because at first I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be funny. You know, like, right. I, maybe, I, I thought it was going to be kind of like a, I, I, I thought it'd be like a, you know, like a Sex in the City type of like movie. Right. Like, you like know, an type Asian of, Sex in the City. Like, right. Type of like, but this was really funny. Okay. I mean, this was really good. This was really worthwhile to, to, to watch. It was worth the money. It was worth the money. I, I, right. I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, And then the thing I did out of character, Hicks, give me. Oh, me. so that was in character. That was, yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. That was the out of character one. That was out of character. Oh, so Ed's now about to do something that he said he did in character, but now he's getting up out of his chair, and now he's looking for something. It looks like a... 
Hold on. I see, this is, I, I, this is why I got to hide stuff before you come over because if you see it, the, the, the reaction is worth bigger than the fucking gold. Nerd. Ed is uber nerd. He got himself a black sword. I mean, uh, the dark saber. Dark saber. He got himself a dark saber, folks. Oh, I can hear it in the background. Oh, boy. Right, so. I just turned off for a second. Let me, let me, but, can, can I hold your sword? Make <laughs> sure I got the right switch for you. So it goes. I wasn't going to turn it on. I just want to fondle it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, that's the right switch. Okay, go ahead. All right, so look, it's the it's lighter than I thought it would be. It's it's not the it's not an official. Oh, it's not like one of the black series. It's not the no, it's not the it's, it's not the. It's like a hey, I was at Toys R Us and it was on the aisle. No, actually, it's 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 only in, in uh, Disney, uh, oh. Shop Disney, and Disney itself. Uh, so I got it from ShopDisney.com. I would think Disney would make it a little bit more sturdier. Yeah, you would think so. Uh, but I saw a review of this. Yeah, it's very. <laughs> oh, it vibrates. <laughs> Ooh, it vibrates. <laughs> All right, you gotta shake it to Sick make sure it stops. So, uh, so you saw a review, and they said so. It, it, it pairs very closely to the two hundred dollar one that they had. Pairs very closely. Yeah, I mean, it's, except yeah, for the weight. The weight. <laughs> it's plastic versus like it's metal in the other one. You know, type of thing. Okay. And I, I like the dark saber. Third of the price, probably. Right. It was. It was, <laughs> it was probably a quarter of the price. Really. Excuse me. I see you have your dark saber. Mind if I whip it out? <laughs> All right. <laughs> kind of shorter than I thought. It'd be. <laughs> so, yeah. So, well, I was, I was, uh, <laughs> and then, hey, turn the goddamn thing off. I am now the leader of the Mo- the Mandalorians. There we go. All right. So, uh, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to buy my wife some Halloween stuff from Disney, and then I needed something a little extra to make a free shipping. And this has always been like in my eye, and I'm thinking, "Hey, it'll put me right at the end of the tab." So hey, you know what? I'm going to spend this. I'm, I'm going to say fifty dollar item just to save ten dollars in shipping. It's thirty dollars, but yeah, thirty bucks. Okay, still, you know what? Thirty bucks worth it. Yeah, I yeah. mean that is. I was if you had said, you know, what, actually it was like seventy, I'd be like, oh, man, <laughs> yeah, that's Disney, insane. Disney kind of fucked you <laughs> as usual because because like in the parks, I think it's like forty bucks, but I think it's like a little bit cheaper if you buy right, it online right, through their website because you're stuck there and it's just like you know if little Johnny wants right, the dark right. saber, crying, I want the dark saber, but it's forty dollars. I want the dark saber. Like we can just go home. I can buy it for thirty bucks. I want the dark. Here's the goddamn sword. And then it breaks like 10 minutes later because they forgot it on a ride or something. <laughs> you're like, son of... This is what we shouldn't have had kids. <laughs> but then it's like I get a 10% discount because right, of you know, so you, certain discounts I have. And right, because so. you know, you, you, you're a Disney show. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you're, I'm a Disney whore. You're, 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 I'm a whore for you're Disney. one of those people. I'm a whore for Disney. I get myself 10% off. <laughs> Look at that. The dark saber was 30 bucks, but you know what? Spend my cheeks a little while, glug, 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 and save 10%. There you go. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Free shipping. <laughs> got myself and my wife some stuff. And I'm like, hmm, free shipping? What I got? Oh, I got to pay this much? I'll just... Uh, click. <laughs> I saved money free shipping. That's right. <laughs> look at, spend, look, spend and save 12. So. Look at me. I'm an I'm a, I'm a idiot savant. Because I spend, I saved money buying shit. <laughs> now you have a Halloween costume. There you go. Are you going to go as a, are you going to go as a. Oh, I need the rest of the costume. <laughs> Disney.com. Click. And then someone's at Disney going, 
that's how we get them. Because <laughs> I, 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 you go, oh, it's Halloween. Are you gonna go dress up? Well, now I feel like I'm obligated. Shit. <laughs> well, just what happens? We have we the have, Mandalorian. <laughs> we have the whole Mandalorian armor set. And we have it in all different sizes too, Mister Portly. <laughs> Because you don't want like the armor to be like this, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like what do you call it? Like it's like a pregnancy. Like you got the armor with a chest piece, but, my, but, my, but, <laughs> but your whole gut just hanging out. Like you know, the shirt's too short. short. Right, the shirt's too fat, man. And Mandalorian armor, <laughs> kind of walking around like. <laughs> if I don't move much, I can breathe uh, pretty okay. Like, like, oh, you just kind of relax. You go. Anyway, boom! The whole armor just splits up the side. Some little kid gets hit in the face with an armor plate. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting here going, "Oh, I tried. Oh, you know, screw it. I'm I'm battle armor, dude. <laughs> Mandalorian got damaged. Uh, quick, I need I, I need my my I need my forge person." Uh, where's my blacksmith? And the, I need it. But first, Hershey's. <laughs> Ooh, is that Kit Kat? Um, um. <laughs> oh, oh, I got a whole armor. Oh, oh, jujubes. <laughs> Good for you, Ed. You bought yourself a sword. <laughs> so you put it on the wall with all the other ones. Oh, wait. Where are the other ones? <laughs> they're in the... They're in storage. They're in storage. They're in plastic. All right. <laughs> they're, they're still in the box. All right. And then, and then I, also bought, I just bought one digital thing, uh, which I've, I can't remember the name of it. So I'm so... He's got to look at his video. <laughs> hey, look at his video account real quick. Oh, oh it's got a... What, what is it? What is it? It is Gondola. The It's called... Uh, it's 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 a it's a ja- it's a Korean superhero movie, right? Because uh, oh okay, uh, oh Gandala, Gandala. Sorry, I think, it's, I think that's what how it's pronounced. Yeah. Five bucks? Yes. Yeah, because they're doing this whole five bucks sale thing. I almost yeah. bought. I've been hovering two. over this for over a year. I put it on my list, and I just never purchased it. But then when it came to five bucks, like hey, for five there, bucks. Yeah, there's it. two. I'm looking at. It's uh, one is the villainous. I think you bought that one. Uh, Asian, yeah. uh, okay, keep uh, circle that, and then the Enter the Fat Dragon with Dan, uh, Donnie Yen, where he's got like a fat suit. Yeah, and he's I'm like I don't know. I feel like I kind of want to see it, but I also kind of don't. Like maybe I'll see if it's available for free somewhere. <laughs> Would you buy it? Enter <laughs> the Fat Dragon. Yeah, I might. <laughs> I might now. Yeah. Now that is you know Donnie Yen in a fat suit. That's kind of worth seeing. I, I mean, think. it looked like. It kind of looks like they're taking it serious, but it also looks like there's kind of comedy involved in it. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe I never knew Donnie Yen could do comedy, so maybe they are taking it serious. But a part of me is like, are there no fat Asian actors to do this role, or is that kind of the point? Like, you get the Donnie Yen who's like, you know, super fast and agile to be. You know, running around in a fat suit, jumping off shit. Can like, you imagine us being like, you know, doing right. Donnie Yen moves? Right, right. You know, like, like yeah. <sighs> Hold a sec. Right, but but, that, but Donnie Yen now has all that extra padding on him because he's fat. It's not like, it doesn't look computer animated. It looks like, like, he's the whale. He's the whale. <laughs> I mean, not like that big, but just, he looks very chunky. 
It, I'm, I'm bringing it, up villainous. You got, you got me in a. Uh, in a she, um, she, something happens, and she turns like she winds up working for the mob, sort of, and and like the cover looked good. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the artwork of it. Right, and I, I watched the trailer, and I'm like, I kind of like, like do I pull the trigger? It's five bucks. I only, I mean, I did spend some money this week, so I'm like, ah, maybe I should just dial it back a little bit. You know, budget, so to speak. And so, you know, I watched the trailer, and, and I, 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 I just went, "Oh, ooh!" Like those kind of facial expressions. The, the, there was a there's a slew of like I was watching a lot of movies. Like I've been watching trailers of a lot of like female lead action right, movies, type right. of thing. And a lot of them are terrible. I'm not right. gonna lie, yeah. you know, type of thing. Because I've I thought about like nah, because you could tell the action sequences right. are, are terrible. Right. But these are really good. And right. The first thing that I, the first person perspective kind of threw me off a little bit, but then it looked like it kind of goes back to like a normal shot. And I'm like, right. all right, maybe it's a combo, right? Type you know, of thing. I'm like, all right, yeah, you know, you want to be in the action. You want to know what it feels to be like a female action star? Here you go. <laughs> We're gonna put you in the camera, which just reminds me of that movie where the whole movie is in the first Hardcore movie. Henry. Hardcore Henry. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I've seen this trailer. All right. See? Yeah, because I remember the motorcycle scene, uh-huh. and I'm like, yeah, this is. No, I don't have it. <laughs> do I have it? Wait. Well, I mean, we if you go back, if it says, <laughs> if it says hey, buy it for $5. Yeah, it's buy for 5 bucks. I All right, so it. you don't own it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it was swimming around this one as well. You know what? Oh. Here on the show. Oh, Ed, oh, look at that. Ed's, Ed's committing himself 5 bucks. Bought it. There you go. Look at him. Bought wow. it. Wow. He's balling on a budget, folks. <laughs> there goes my last five dollars, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be worth it. You know, next week. Oh, I saw that movie. It was the worst five bucks I ever spent. <laughs> no, I spent I spent way more money um, for more terrible movies. There is also another movie that I keep circling. Um that one, the Enter the Fat Dragon. Uh shit, I forget what it was. Every time I see it, I'm like, maybe it's today today. I don't know. Like Oh, uh, Battle Royale. I own the movie Battle Royale. It's uh, it's it's an Asian flick uh, where it's um, high school kids, like they're like tw- teen, they're early teenagers, mm-hmm. but they get t- they get knocked out, thrown on an island, and they have to la- basically it's a battle royale. They got to kill each other. Last point, last one who survives wins and lives. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very very. It was like banned in some parts of the country. You know, because of the violence of the of the uh, what do you call it? The violence of the movie. I, I own it on Blu-ray, like the special collector's edition. Oh, it's a director's cut, right? Or you want to Battle Royale? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you gotta watch her. I think it's it might be subtitled. So I don't know if you mind. <laughs> I don't know if you mind. Okay, I, I, I watched Cross the China Gate. I, I watched one movie that had subtitles. I watched House of a Thousand Daggers or something. Uh, like that. Like House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, no, that was <laughs> you know, Cratchit Tiger, Hidden Dragon. There's you know a bunch. I mean, I've you know, all right, you know, I like that. I think it's a really, it's like an older movie, but it's it set it set a tone for future movies. Like you know how a lot of people don't realize how influential Asian cinema can be on Western culture, mm-hmm. and it definitely kind of fit the niche of like, oh, here's an over the top violent. Like I could definitely see if someone asked Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino, if he's seen this movie, he'd be like, oh my god, yes. Not only did they see it, but he would have a whole laundry list of people that he knew and how it influenced some of his shots and all that stuff. It's just, 
Yeah. It's that kind of a movie. And it's really good, too. I mean, I, I remember I watched it, and I was like, this is... It's based on a book that I keep thinking about buying. I think I bought it like for a dollar. You know, on like the, hey, it's a free, you know, it's a dollar on Kindle. Just never got around to reading it. Looks interesting. I'm watching it's the, I'm watching the, 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 the uh, trailer of your, right. your shoulder here. <laughs> I'm totally ignoring everything you said. And just going, uh-huh, uh-huh. 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 While well, I'm playing, you know, t- trailers silently behind you. It's how I keep, keep myself entertained, Sean. If not, I just drone off. You're like, blah, 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 blah. I know. I'm like, I, I, I do not I, snore. I got to do something. During the show. I got to do something. I got to I'll watch videos behind Sean's head. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do it. I used to watch videos when we were doing it remotely. Sure. I, dude, I can't tell you. Like, I'd be sitting there remotely. I'd be like. Looking around, watching, going through stuff on my TV. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And be, hey, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Die, die, die. Oh. <laughs> I never played a video game. I always just watched, like, trailers or stuff or thumb through things or right. pet my dog, you know? <laughs> uh, but it looks interesting. I don't know if I'd buy that one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hold. Uh, maybe I'll let you borrow it since uh, I own it, all right? Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it over and be like, Ed? Here you go. Watch that movie. All right. Oh, what else you do? That was it for me. I am. Uh, okay. I did every. I, uh, I didn't do much. Like I said, I didn't see Sipons this week. He was uh, uh, away, so I didn't get to see hang out with Sipons. So, uh, what did you do this week? Well, Ed, um, I tried to make it through. I tried to do a lot this week. Okay. I tried. Okay. Uh, so let's start with what I bought. Okay. Okay. Um, as you know, I, I do the Universal Movie Theater. Universal Movie like membership so mm. every every month i check to see what free movies that i can get with the points that i've accumulated right mm. i was able to get street fighter for free the uh the jean-claude van because ah. yeah. ah. I, I, I every time i see it on purchase i'm like i know it's bad but there's something just really nostalgic about it that i kind of want to watch it and i was like i don't know if i can really justify whatever price it was you know, i don't even think it was even five bucks it was always like eight dollars or seven dollars i'm like can't do it. I can't pull the trigger. For free, pull the trigger. Thousand points, boom. All right. Movie. Um, then I text you, um, and I sent you a... Oh, yes, you did. I'm going to respond back, and I forget why. But what was, what was it again? Well, it was because Cowboy Bebop, the entire series... Was, I have it, that's why. Right. Okay. It was five bucks, and I was like, I think I remember seeing it, but I... I don't remember ever seeing it for five bucks. So I'm like, well, five bucks? Fuck it, I'm buying it, you know? Yeah. Um, then I, I actually bought... Um, physical movie this week i went to best buy um trying one of the movies that i don't think you mentioned last week was um sleepy hollow came a 4k oh yeah that's right i I did miss that you know um and it for best buy has like you know the typical steel book it's a warner brothers film so it's a steel book limited edition Inside the steel book is the story is the basically the story of Sleepy Hollow. Right, it's a book. It's a book, and I'm yeah. like, it, it looked really, really cool. Yeah, it's sold out, and I would, I was like, well, let me go up to another Best Buy and see if it's there. Just willy nilly, you know. I knew the odds were low, but I had time to kill. I was like, what the hell? Maybe I'll maybe I'll find a little a gem somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I did. Did I? Did I tell you last week I bought Battlestar Galactica? You were thinking about it. I did. Okay, you know what? I forgot to add that on my list. 
I'll, I'll circle back to that. Yeah. You know, I bought Battlestar Galactica Steelbook Edition uh, for the 4K mm-hmm. for the 45th anniversary. Only problem is, no digital copy. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. But then when I went to go, um, when I went to go and look, I apparently already owned the standard edition. <laughs> I'm like, when the fuck did I get that? I don't remember getting that because I don't own it. I don't know when, unless. There's no digital code. Yeah. Um, and now I did contact like Universal's like, well, if you want po- if you want credit for the purchase, send us a photo of the receipt. Yeah. You know, so I did that, but I don't think they just were like, Here, here's the movie. Like it doesn't really happen. Yeah. Um, and it's not I can't in Voodoo you can't tell at least I haven't been able to find out when like you can highlight a movie and go, When did I buy it? Like the way you can in movies anywhere. Movies yeah. anywhere I'll tell you like, Yeah, hey, bitch, you bought it this day at this time. You know, from this because uh, from this reseller, so like they right. need the records. Yeah, but it's not it's not in um, movies anywhere, so I don't know when I got it or how I got it. I'm sitting there going, I mean, I know that I have the Battlestar Galactica TV show on Blu-ray. I bought the old, the new one, the new one. Okay, but I'm like, I don't remember it coming with like a digital copy for the original. I'm like, it's just, and it's standard edition, so I know that somewhere somehow I got a copy. And I don't know where. I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. I kind of wish now I wish I didn't buy it. Like, <laughs> had I, because the steel book it covers kind of cool looking. Right. I was like, it, it's. I'm like, well, you know what? And it was only like twenty two bucks. It was cheap. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll do that. But later in the week, when I was looking for the Sleepy Hollow stuff, yeah, I came across. You're not probably gonna care, but I, I couldn't beat this deal. It was twenty five bucks, right? Uh-huh. It was a nine movie set, all the Saw movies. Oh wow! I I am a fan of the Saw movies, and I know there's a new one coming out later in the month. But this one had all nine, all it had one through seven. Uh, saw uh, unrated, saw the final chapter, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, Jigsaw and Spiral. Wow! So it had all of them for twenty five bucks, and came with a digital code for all for all of them. Wow! So I'm no, like, it's worth it. I was like twenty five bucks going home. Now I when I got home, I, I put the code in. At, like when after I bought it, I sat in the car because I had some time to come. Like, I'm gonna go load it all because now I'm kind of curious because it's only when I went to go, the code was only available for Voodoo. I'm like, all right, you know, sometimes Voodoo kind of gets kind of chintzy on special features, and right. I'm like, I hope that there's special features. And for almost all the movies, there were, so I'm able to, like, I was like, oh, look, they get special features and everything. You're a uh, well, I just wanted to say that you said you had the, you had the digital copy of the Battlestar Galactic and Standard Edition, right? Right. I don't know how. There, did you maybe scan it? Because you can scan it through the uh, DVDUPC.com website. Through. I did scan so, it, but it wouldn't take it. Oh, it's on here. Yeah. yeah the original 1978. Yeah. yeah. Well, I scanned, I scanned the 4K one, hoping maybe it would transfer over, and it didn't. Okay. But maybe it has to update. Or maybe... I am just waiting for an email from Universal to kind of acknowledge the fact that my purchase counts, and so I can get the points for it. Yeah. Um, it, neither here nor there. Like I said, I'm like, all right, well, at least I got it. You know, right? You know, that um, matters. I thought the the Saul deal was kind of good. Yeah, it was a good deal. Uh, the only problem I have, and again, this is me being what, first world problems, is when I put the code in, it accepted the code, but when I go look at my Voodoo account, it it's a bundle. So I don't get credit for nine films. Uh, I get credit for one. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, because I think I'm like 955 now at this point. You're like, I got to get those numbers up, son. (laughs) 
I'm 10 away from 1100. Wow. Um, I did I also, um, I did convert movies last night because I was, I was, I bought a video game and I was playing that video game and that video game made me curious to see if I could digitally move over some of the films that I have. Mm. So I want to tell you what I got, what I, what I converted, you'll, you'll a be 1092 honest. actually. I made eight away from 1100. Okay. Because I, I just, I bought that. Um, I, I converted Catch and Release. It's a movie with Jennifer Gardner and Timothy Oliphant, I think it is. Okay. Um, Kevin Smith's in it too. He plays. He actually plays a, a role in the movie, not just Kevin. He, right. You know, an actual acting gig. Um, I gamer. It's with uh, um, Gerald, Gerald, Gerald Butler. Gerard mm-hmm. Butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also did Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, the first one, which I tried. I don't. I don't own Annihilation. But Annihilation was five bucks, so I'm like, well, for five bucks, I'll. Well, you can scan it. You can go to that website, UPC. Well, sometimes that's hard because I. How am I supposed to do that? I, does the barcode show up? I can just scan it that way. Yeah, on the on the screen. Oh, see, I I, I, I do it through my phone. I don't do it through a thing. So how you can have to, I? You have to. You, well, you 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 use your phone to scan it with, but you've left like a laptop or something. Right. Well, I mean, I would have to. Website. I would have to open up my wife's laptop, go to the website. Do that and then use my phone. Find a code. Or, or, right. And so or what I would do is I would screen capture it, right? And then send it to Stacy. Yeah, you could do it that and way. Then, and then Rico, she, I usually you go to, you could go to the website. I know her, her, I know her passcode, so I just go into her phone and I scan you, it. You could use your phone. You could, you could bring it up through the phone and then bring up the web, the barcode. Oh, there. I could do that. I could do it from her phone. Oh, right. And she'd yeah. be like, Sean, why is the website open? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's not porn, so mind your business. Should be like, I was hoping it was porn. Yeah, I would have rather been porn. It would save me money. <laughs> so I converted, um, I converted Catch and Release, Gamer, Mortal Kombat, Purple Rain, and Varsity Blues. I was like, it was a good haul. I mean, yeah, two bucks a pot. That's Because uh, sometimes I'm not sure if they're available. I think Purple Rain might have been like $8 and it's part of like a bundle. And I'm like, I I own Purple Rain. I wonder if it's scannable. Actually, what I went to go down was I went to see if Mortal Kombat was scannable. And it was. And it was like, okay, now I'll go back and buy Annihilation. The other two, the Legacy 1 and 2, weren't. I'm like, well, whatever. I don't really care about them. I cared more about them. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I watched some movies, Ed. Did you? Uh-huh. I really, really want, was going to try to watch Fast and Furious 10 because it's streaming now on Peacock. Oh, is it? Uh-huh. Do they have all of them there? I believe so. Because every once in a while, I keep thinking about like, <laughs> like starting. Starting watching. They, sure, at this point, I'm probably sure they do. But I never got a chance to because I really wanted to, like, for show prep, I'm like, I really want to watch so I can talk about because I talked about nine, saw it on Peacock. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta watch this piece of shit. <laughs> I gotta see how bad it is, right? So I'm like, well, maybe I'll get to it this week because I did watch um, Little Mermaid on Disney. Oh, finally! Yes. Oh my gosh! I would. You gotta understand, like after last week's show, I have been irritated with my wife because there are things that I would like to watch with her, and she's been kind of lazy about it. Yeah, and I don't. Had no interest in Little Mermaid, none whatsoever. But my wife has dedicated half a sleeve of her arm, skin-wise, to Ariel on her body. Mm-hmm. 
this should have been a day one type of, oh my God, Little Mermaid. We should have been in the theaters. Yeah. <clears throat> we weren't. And and that's because no, every, everything... everything... No, I, I do want to say that like the theater, going to the theater thing would be one thing. But like when it was on Disney, when it hit Disney Plus, that uh, I figured was going to be like, well, it's premiering this day, we're watching it. We yeah. are... We wanted to go see in the theaters, but the more she saw it, the more she less she got more or less interested in it. Mm. Nothing good she saw, mm. you know. So she's like, you know. And then when it came on Disney, she's like, "Well, we'll watch it then." She just kind of, <clears throat> I guess, you know, you you want to watch something, but you're afraid to be disappointed. Yeah, I don't. I think she might would say that she is a little too prideful to admit to that. So I think that she was very worried about it. So after last week's show. I came home. She's like, "So how it goes?" I'm like, "It's fine." I'm like, "It's a little mad at you." What do you mean? Like, and why me? Like, I'm not fucking there. And I'm like, "Well, he kind of expected us to see Little Mermaid by now." You know, it's you talk about it. You got fucking a tattoo of Ariel on your fucking yeah. body. Like, why are you drought? Like the Ahsoka, fine, I get it. You right. know what? But the Little Mermaid, that's your shit. And I can't. I can watch it on my own. But I can also watch Guardians, and I can watch, you know, like, Ed said that I, there's no way I can fake through Guardians because I'm going to be crying like a little bitch throughout the entire, and I can't fake that. So, I mean, I mean we got it. I want to watch some of this stuff with you so I can talk about it on the show. Plus, I would like to experience those moments with you. Yeah, yeah. She was like, fine. Like, she wasn't pissed, but she was kind of like... like <laughs> I'm just not pissed at me. <laughs> no, 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 no. She understood. She's like, no, I get why, you know, he would be kind of like... He, she kind of rolled her eyes like, well, you know, it's, who cares? Like, she didn't care at yeah, all. Like, yeah. you were mad. But it was like the idea of like, hey, I would like to watch it because I could talk about it on the show, at least get your feelings about That's what he's really more interested in. That's where the content's at. She's like, fine, you know, we'll get a chance. We'll watch it. And we did watch. We watched it this week. Okay, um, good. Um, and... Hold on. <laughs> he has to take a drink, so this is going to be good, kids. Hold on. He's now stalling back there in the microphone. Um, would you like my perspective first, or do you want hers? No, yes, do yours first, because I hers gotta, is more important, so I gotta see the best for last. The truth is, I could have not seen this movie, and my life would not have changed either way. Okay. I. It was one of those movies where I was like, what was the purpose of this? Okay. Other than other than a quick cash grab to make okay. a live action version of it, right? All right. Stacy kind of felt the same way. She didn't. She didn't. She didn't hate it. Um, she was actually she was pissed at um, uh, what do you call it? Poor unfortunate souls. They took out a whole chunk of the song, like yeah. you know, like you have your looks, your pretty face, you know, all that stuff. And they cut that scene. I'm like, for obvious reasons, why? You know, because it's woke disney or you right. know you want to make sure you give the positive message of like no guys don't care about your bodies you don't have to just sit there and look pretty to get a guy's attention so i get that um she didn't think the kiss girl when um after it got done she was like i they didn't change it. i was like yeah they did and i'm like it was one of the big it was the first thing they said that they changed mm-hmm. you know there's a there's a lot of consent in there and she's like what and so after the movie was over she actually had to look it up and she was like Oh, it did change. I was like, yes, I told you. She's like, it was so small that it didn't it, it didn't hurt the song. Mm. Where like poor unfortunate soul, you're taking away like a, a like two like a third of the song right. with her. You know, not saying it. Um, she enjoyed it outside of like. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the best, best aerial movie. Right. right. She, there was movie, a couple things like she. There was little things that, as a person who's watched that cartoon, it, 
over and over and over again. Little things kind of bothered her, like um, Eric, like the the statue yeah. thing, and how like all she had was like the face, and and it didn't even look like him, you know, right. and and the dress. And I'm like, well, you gotta make some, like, you gotta make it make sense. Like, right. you can't just like put her in something and be like, yeah, look. Um, I thought Melissa McCartney kind of definitely was great stole in it. Stole, stole, stole the show. Stole the show. I could have watched, like, give me an Ursula origin story with her as Ursula. Because I was like, she really did a really good job. Like, really, she had the right tone, the re- comedic reaction. Right. She kind of did, like, the diva thing. Right. You know, I was like, she was perfect. Um, I had a little problem with the, the prince. Okay. I've seen that movie multiple times myself. Uh-huh. Right? Um, before I met my wife. And then since my wife... I've, I think I've only seen it one one time with her, the cartoon version. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like it when you throw shit in just to make the movie longer. Because okay. let's face it, the cartoon is what, like an hour and 15 minutes? Right. Like that. So you're trying to get like almost a two-hour movie, and so you're going to throw in extra stuff right. to kind of flesh out things. And sometimes that comes to the sake of songs, extra songs. Right. Um, the Scuttlebutt song, we talked about that on the air. Whew, that was painful. Even watching it again, or watched it, you know, painful. <laughs> I, but I think at that point, I was already kind of numbed by yeah. it. So I kind of was like... Whatever. Yeah, like Stacey, Stacey thought it was going to happen earlier in the movie. And I was like, no, clearly this is when she meets, when he meets, we call it Ursula, and uh, Vanessa, I think her name is, yeah. the character. I'm like, clearly that's what's going on. And she's like, no. I'm like... Sweetheart, why am I explaining this movie to you? This just beat—it's beat for beat, you know. She's like, well, she's in that dress, like you know, when they she first gets into on land. Right. She, they give her a dress, they give her a house, you know, they give her a place, and I'm like, Eric, she's not on the beach. Like, there's like little things like she didn't wake up on the beach. People like got her to the palace, yeah, and it was him who said, well, "Why don't you stay here?" Like, and I'm like, what the fuck? Is it just anybody can stay there? Like, it just. Because it wasn't him, and another part, a problem that I had with the, the the movie is that fact. And again, this ooh spoilers uh, <laughs> for those people who don't know. Eric sees Ariel as he's waking up, right uh-huh. from the thing. And in this movie, Ariel is a person of color. Uh-huh. Okay, so the problem I had is is that why clearly he's about to you know he's proposing to vanessa and all that stuff who is clearly a white girl and i felt like you didn't see that message what message the prince uh, that the prince did not see color no yes oh no 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 i no i understand that. no i <laughs> no i understand metaphorically that he can't see colors like people are because his mother is also of, of uh, african-american you know he's she's a person of color too but he's not color blind he just he's so used to it what i'm talking about is he could he could vaguely see ariel uh. you could see that she has reddish hair and that she has darkened complexion right yeah but when he meets vanessa she is a brunette white girl uh-huh. like as pasty white as you can get right dude how do you go that must be her because she does the at least here's the thing that i like the most um they filled in two holes that people complain about that movie all the time number one why that song like in the cartoon, she could have, you know, she's like, I need your voice. And she sings that tune. 
Right. Right? That's the tune that she saved Eric with, right? Uh, Why did you pick that tune? You know, the movie answers it. That's her siren song, basically. So I'm like, all right, that gets it. And the other part, too, was, oh, shit. Um, There's something that happened in the the cartoon version that made uh, that... Ah shit! Now I have to go see it again. I should have taken a note notes down. It was there was a scene where it fills in a gap of like logic of people complain about the movie for some reason, like more of a perspective of changing who you are type thing. Right. And and this movie, they kind of pigeonholed and they kind of put in an answer to a question that a lot of people seem to complain about the movie for. Right. And I'm like. Okay, well, there's the other one. There's two, the two big things that right. that filled in a logic gap for some people when they watch that movie. Um, me personally, like I said, I was like, all right, it's it's fine. Um, I had a problem with fucking Eric's song. There is, again, we talk about how they had to expand the movie, so they give these other characters songs. Right. Eric has a song. Like you need the prince needs a song for whatever reason. I, not he doesn't need the fucking song, right? But he has a song. It's a shitty song, too. Like, it kind of, you have, and I mean by shitty song, it just, you can tell that it's added in for, for length. For length. For length. Exactly. Like, like, you're, you're right. Like, you're, you're watching right. it, and I'm like, you didn't really need him running around. I mean, okay, it shows that he's kind of like a, kind of like her in a way, feels trapped, that is kind of a hoarder. You know, does all these kind of things, but then like he's talking about, he's supposed to be grounded, by the way, and then he's singing, and next thing you know, he's on a bow of a ship. Like, wasn't he just supposed to be grounded? What's he doing there? And it's like uh, his song just seemed to just not fit. All right. Like it definitely felt like, uh, can we stretch this out? What are we gonna do? I, I someone quick write the prince a song, you know, so he can have his moment of glory. And I was just like. Eh. All right. I like the how um, Javier Bardem's um, Poseidon, Atlantis. What's that? the king? King Triton. Triton. King Triton. Uh, I liked how the daughters all represented the different seas by yeah. their culture. Right. I'm like, okay, that's kind of smart. That's kind of cool. And it also gives you the like, oh, well, Ariel is a person of color. That's how everyone is. Like, you know, it's like, right. and again, no problem with the no problem with casting whatsoever. Right. Um, I but I'm watching it. I'm just going. I, this just feels totally unnecessary. Like, and I don't mean like you know that. Now again, I'm looking at it from a heterosexual white male. I'm sure that the uh, little African American girls go, who've seen Little Mermaid are like, oh my god, that's not my mermaid. I I totally get that perspective and I support that. But as a moviegoer, I'm just going. Why did they make this movie? What was wrong with the first one? Like, uh, and I'm not saying like because it's white people. I'm just saying like that one seems to be an intimate classic that everyone has seen, and no one has ever really complained about the lack of diversity in it. But to see this movie, I'm going, all right, everyone's cool. That's great. Well, that's okay. the, that's. And th- I'm like, but at the end, I'm like, I, you ever eat a marshmallow? Yeah. And you're like, okay, this is a marshmallow, but it's mostly air. Yeah. And you're like, you don't feel satisfied. Yeah. You don't feel full. Right. You don't feel like at anything from it. You're like, it's a marshmallow. Like, let me put it on fire and blow it out. Like, oh, look, it's a burnt marshmallow now. That's kind of how I felt the movie was. The movie's a marshmallow to me. It's like, it's marshmallows are fun to eat, but they're never really going to be satisfying. <laughs> the, see, the, pro- the problem is the fact is, is that there, there's noise, but we don't listen. 
and 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 in a way, and you go, you go. They, 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 there is people that complain about it. I'm not saying yeah, in a right, bad way, right, right. but we don't hear it because we're not in the right channels, right, of listening, right. you know, type of thing. So we're not, we're not the, we're not the demographic of why, sure. you know, like, and and Disney listened to the demographic that was complaining most about it, and they made the changes, and that's the reason why it was because it wasn't, you know, like you said, you said, it's like, why do they need to make this movie? They made this movie because they wanted to get more inclusion of other people. <sighs> they just wanted to cut to a make check. a buck, doing, right? They're, like, see, they're, they're, doing, they're doing it to make a dollar, right? It's, they're it's, doing all their movies now in live action because they have the technology to make some cool shit, right? And I'm okay with that. I just, I'm like, but you really don't have to, like, I. To me, all these live action movies are just nothing but a series of cash grabs. Right. Because they, 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 the end was the end was different. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Um, how so? She was big. Right. Um, they they drove a they 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 drove, drove they, they Jaws Ford her. Right. They Jaws Ford her. <laughs> but they, but who drove the boat was different. It was yeah. It was Ariel. It was Ariel versus Ariel. Uh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that so like. Like I mean, I that didn't well, matter. The girl saved herself, right? The, like, right, yeah. The girl, the girl was the hero in the movie, right. which she, is fine. You know, it's she a, should the, be. It's her. It's her movie. It's the Little Mermaid. It's, it's her movie. It's her movie. She should be the one who saves herself. She shouldn't need a man to, to scoop up and be like, Eric will be like, I'll save you, princess. And here's the thing: I don't think any after everything else that happened, I don't think any else noticed that part. Right. <laughs> There's only right. a handful of people right. that noticed that. I, I was like, I to me, it made sense. I. I thought it was funny too, like when you really think about it, because you know they, they get married and you know they're they're about to go off to an adventure. My wife and I did have one argument about this movie. It was when Eric was talking about like the unknown conquering stuff. Like, so she is looking at it from let's we'll use Columbus and America as yeah. as you know um, as an example. All right. They're going off to go explore the world, and she got mad at that because she's like, typical, they're going to say that they discovered it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, we'll slow down here. Technically, from his perspective, like, what about the people who live who are li- already live there? They're just going to, you know. And I'm like, well, to discover something means it's the first time you've come across it. Right. So he's going to land on a, on, a, on a rock and go, I've discovered this land because I've never seen it before. Right, you know, it's a literal. Just oh my god, I have discovered this. Now, if someone walks out and goes, "Yeah, dude, I've been here the whole time." You know, you didn't discover it because you've been here. Right. You know, I'm like, sweetheart, if we if we take a plane, if we take a train right now or fly over to England in Europe, and you walk into a building you've never been in, you have just discovered this whole new world. Right. While the bloke behind the counter is going to be like, "Bitch, I've been here the entire time. I found you." Like. You know, yeah, they, it's like it's, it's like they, it's not like you're walking in, planting a flag, going, "This is now mine." I claim this in the name of America. Right. You know, it's like, like if you walked in and you go, "Look, the Eiffel Tower, honey." Boom! I now claim this for America. I discovered this. No, you didn't. You, it's your first time. Suckle blue. <laughs> oh, 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 you stupid American! We've been here the entire time. Have you not? The Statue of Liberty. Where'd you get that? And then you sprout out of nowhere. <laughs> Have you not been to Canada? <laughs> like, I chatted. I'm like, she got like mad, mad about it, and I'm like, I don't. Why are you mad? She's like, well, they're just gonna, he's just gonna go there and just, you know, I'm gonna discover this, and you know, all the people. I'm like, whoa. I wouldn't say Eric's gonna be a mass Murray. He's gonna discover America, and next, you know, spread smallpox to smaller people. I mean, like, <laughs> hey, we never, we, we never spread smallpox. <laughs> that was the Spanish. I, I'm like, I, I was I like. Think. 
I'm like, Sorry, you got to understand. It's like if I walk into a place I've never been fo- been somewhere, I've been like, oh, my God, and I found something cool. I've discovered it for myself. Right. I'm not saying I'm discovering for the world. Uh, that's what they mean by self-discovery. Dis- it's not like, we're going to conquer the world. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I think you're taking that one a little too literal. I think it's, it's figuratively like, we're going to discover all these new wonders in the world because we have all these wonders here. They're not... I'm like, that was really the only argument that we got because she was very much at that point like, bitch, bitch, complain, complain, complain about like, you know, like, there was an ideology there that she, I think, saw that I didn't see because I'm like, it's just a movie. He's not going to... I mean, I'm like, technically, if you want to think about it, he's a prince, she's a princess, they just got married, they, you know, they just, they just inadvertently just, you know, got the classic... It's the only time, really, that a classic prince-princess wedding ever happened in a Disney movie. Usually, it's somebody who's like, um, the wedding part itself, it's like, usually, like, Cinderella was never really a princess. She became a princess through marriage. Right. You know, Snow White was a princess. She gets kissed by Prince Charming, who I think is a prince, but you don't see a wedding. Right. So, you know, how do you know it didn't fall apart? Maybe she was like, (laughs) you know... <laughs> summer, summer went by. The summer went by. I went back to the dwarves. I yeah, like, like I'm done with. I was like, I'm I'm done with, I was done with Prince Charming, Prince What's His Face, Prince Snores a Lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm thinking about all the other princesses. I'm going, Belle was never a princess. She became a princess because she got married. Like Ariel's like one of the very few princesses yeah. that you know finds a prince and marries him. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, that's a miracle in and of itself. <laughs> um, I thought, like I said, she kind of, she seemed to be okay. She thought Melissa McCartney was good too. Um, she really, like, the sp- they got the water, they got the hair and the water down fine. Like, yeah. Some of the clips I saw, I it looked a little off. She didn't like flounder at all. Uh, you know, flounder was too realistic. Oh, Sean, just swinging your arms around, talking on the <laughs> Uh, Sipon said when he saw a movie in 3D, they showed the Little Mermaid trailer in 3D. And he goes, that one might have been worth seeing in 3D because of the way the water effects were in right, 3D. Okay. Was really giving a good perspective. So that might have made the weirdness of 2D. Right, you know, right, right. Think happen, but I don't know, was, you know. I mean, you know, we saw on Disney. And it, looked, it looked fine. Um, the colors were cool. I mean, it was... The tail was nice. Um, yeah, I was just... I mean, of course, like, oh, look, she gets legs and she knows how to walk. Yeah. <laughs> like, how is she going to know that? But there is a couple things, too, that irritated me. And, again, it's for narrative purposes only. She's talking about things and she's, you know, saying what these things are. And I'm like, how the fuck she know that? <laughs> she she thinks that fucking, like, uh, my gripe was she's got a fork, right? And she calls it a little mini trident, right? Yeah. But she doesn't know what it's called. Well, you just said what it is. It's a mini trident. Why don't you just keep it as a mini trident? You now you're going to call it a dingle hopper. Huh. I'm like, why? Why? Why'd you change the name? You didn't have to. You, guess what? It's a mini trident. You just said it. Huh. <laughs> like you clearly know the shape. Yeah. <laughs> so why can't you just say, "Look, here's the little mini, the little mini trident. I wonder what they use it for." And you know, then you can still they do it with their hair and said it's a dingle hopper. Right. You know, I'm like, <sighs> whatever. You know, <laughs> a dingle hopper. I don't like. I didn't like Scuttlebutt. I didn't like what. I didn't like Aquafina's character because I felt like it was a character that 
why did you change that character? Yeah. You know, um, I didn't like the fact, too, uh, that uh, the song Under the Sea. I liked it, uh. but why did it, why is Ariel singing backup? That ain't her song. As with Stacey's like, like, that's not her song. Why is she singing it? You know? Like, let, let, I'm like, there's no, there's no creatures playing, in tr- uh, uh, you know, trumpets and instruments and all, but... Right. She's like, yeah, but why is she doing under the? Why is she why is she giving harmonies? And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know. It was a choice. It was a choice. <laughs> yeah. like, you don't um, like it. I thought the Kiss the Girl song was fine. Um, I thought, you know, Melissa McCartney was fine. Uh, I liked the effects that they gave, you know, her. Um, oh, but overall, like by the end, I was like, all right, so I saw. Him. Let's you know, let's make some notes, you know. <laughs> I think my, One and done. I think my the only note I had was uh, <laughs> you can see uh, her singing under the sing uh, her singing under the sea and Eric song. Okay. I also saw Elemental. Okay, I didn't yeah. see that yet. Oh, you never seen that? I thought you would saw it in the theaters. No, no, we never, we never got around. It was one of the things that we, my wife and I, talked about, and we know it's on Disney. <laughs> We're now going to be those people. <laughs> <laughs> now it's your turn. <laughs> And, uh, you know, because we mentioned it, and I, I did pre-order it. It's coming soon okay. to to me. I don't know when it's coming out, actually. But uh, I know I pre-ordered it uh, type of thing. And I know it's on Disney+. Plus, and I mentioned to my wife, we should watch it. You know, and right. it's like it's like one of those things like, yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. You know, uh-huh. kind of thing. I've been and, there. <laughs> so how, how was it? You can tell me. I I don't care um, about spoilers and all. So It was... It... <sighs> I again. This is a movie that I had zero interest in seeing. Okay. Zero. I mean, like Stacy was like, oh, "I want to see it." I'm like, "All right, whatever." Like, I love you. You're my wife. You want to see it? We'll go see it. Like in the theaters, we that time we chose to see the Barbie movie instead because to me, they didn't. I didn't feel like they. To me, Pixar pushes the envelope of their of their. Every time they do an animation, you're, you're going to see something different, mm. or or and. Or they're going to change something to, or enhance something to make it like, oh my God, more photorealistic in a way. Mm. <clears throat> now, uh, so I'm like, look, it's, it's, when I've seen enough movies to go, I can see that character and I can see that character and I know that the one's fire, one's water, they're going to fall in love. They're right. going to hate each other at first and then they're going to find a way to realize that they're going to appreciate each other and they're going to fall in love. <clears throat> and a happy, de- you know, everything's going to be happy, jo- happy, happy, joy, joy by the end. Right. You know, pretty much what happens. You know, okay. um, visually it was pretty. Like you know, the fire effects was kind of cool. The water effects cool. There's some good comedy in it. I would say because as a person of water, he, he tends to be a little bit more sappier and kind of like <laughs> like tears of joy kind of thing. Like he's always kind of he's kind of finding a reason to cry. All you right. know. She being fire, she's never cried in her life. You know, she's kind of she's got a temper. Um, you know, fire. Uh, it right. definitely pulls from Asian culture a little bit, okay. Um, which makes sense because the guy who directed and wrote it is of Asian, but he kind of pulled from his family because the story is um, it's an immigration sub. Her family, her mother and father leave their island, right. their place to come make a new life into in this world not i won't i want to use america but it definitely feels like new york you know like the the vibe of it uh-huh. um and you find out like you know that there's definitely kind of like an asian kind of feel to him he's very proud he's you know a tradition or a family 
Um, and she is raised to like take care of you know the the business. Right. Um, the business that they do is <clears throat> they make like um, they weld stuff together. You know, because heat, you know, they're welding, they're making these, like, nuts from wood, you know, like, these wood nuts, they kind of push them in and, like, pressurize heat them right. that people use as snacks, uh, or kind of like spicy meatballs okay. kind of thing. Um, and, like, they're, you, you kind of see that their story, like, they get to the island, but they're also, like, um, ostracized a little bit because they're fire. There's wood and there's air and they're, right. like, you can't come and you can't be near me because you're going to fucking burn it. You're going to kill me right. kind of thing. So they're kind of ostracized, and they have no really place to live. No one wants to have them live there because they're fire. So they come across like an abandoned place, and they make they make um, the mom and dad make a place for themselves. And she's pregnant, so clearly she has you know um, em- Ember is her name. Uh-huh. Uh, they have her, and then she's growing up. And she's like you know probably like of age. I'm going to assume like eighteen, <laughs> <clears throat> you know. And then dad's old and. He, you know, when he retires, she's going to take care of the business. Now, I think it's funny because she has to deal with customers. So there's a lot of stupid customer interaction. Right. Like, the, uh, like the, um, they have, like, sparklers. And it's buy one, get one free. And the guy's like, well, I just want the free one. And she's <laughs> like, you, you can't have that. And, like, of course, Stacey and I who work in retail <laughs> are having hysterical because she's getting mad. She's like, no, you don't understand. It's buy one, get one free. He's like, no, no, I got it. I just want the free one. That's kind of one of the when she's having these interactions with customers. It's probably when I laugh the hardest because I'm like, I've been there. I can't. I've had buy one get one free customers come in and want to return the free game and expect money back. And I'm like, but you didn't pay anything for it. Well, I bought it. No, 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 no. You didn't buy it. You bought one. You got one free. That's the free one. Or they'll try to return the one they paid for, and thinking they can keep the free game. And I'm right. like, no, no, you understand. I have to return both and sell you the one that you want. But I got that one free. Yeah, for the buy one, get one free. Like, like, And so her doing this, I'm tears, Ed, cracking up, like laughing hysterically because she gets so mad that when she gets super mad, she kind of explodes in like this purple flame kind of thing. Right. And it's hysterical. I'm like, been there. I, I, I feel you. I totally feel you. <laughs> and then she gets so mad at a customer that she kind of, but she, her dad's like, I can't have you run the business until you know how to talk to customers. And I'm like, right. been there, you know? So she removes herself from the situation. She gets super mad and she winds up doing the burst and winds up bursting one of the pipes that has water coming out of it. She doesn't know why because um, it, she finally, she closes up the thing, but then all of a sudden, um, I forget the, dude's name is he kind of emerges up from out of the water and he got he didn't know how he got there because he was checking out a um a leaky pipe somewhere mm-hmm. and he got washed away into because now for some reason this is where i got a little confused you have water but you have these water beings these water beings can live in the water but not everybody's a water being right. like you know it's like i just came i'm just going to swim in this pool and look i pop up and you know when he first pops up he's like all buff and she's like oh hi and he's like Oh, this stupid word, he shakes from something, he comes a little more flabbier. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's a good joke. Like, and he's like, he says that he got swept out. He was trying to find the source of this leak. And he's like, um, he's like, um, a, 
we call it a, we call it a, a, a safety inspector. Okay. So he looks around. And he goes, "Well, this place isn't up to code. I got to write you tickets." Like, and she's like, "No, what do you mean?" He's like, "Well, I got to, you know." And, and she tries to follow him into the city, which she's never been to because she's been ostracized right. for being fired. So she's trying to navigate through that. Meets him, and she's like, "Look." I, this is important. You can't decide because my father was going to give me the business, and and I have to prove to him that I'm worthy of running it. And now this happens, of course, makes him all emotional. So he starts crying. He's like, ah, I wish you would have told me that before I put thing in, like you know. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so there it is. So now they have to go. Now they have to go. <laughs> now they have to go downtown to kind of talk to the guy who's going to file it, right? And it's a guy who's he's like um like a um he's a part of the wood culture right but he he's real slow so he's kind of like i'm like that joke worked in uh, zootopia. zootopia you're you come on guys <laughs> you're going back to the well on a joke <clears throat> so but you need it because she gets mad and she gets you know because he's like i can't do anything about it you know she tries she he wants her to tell the story that she told him that made him go i want to help you and she's like, I can't. That was embarrassing. I'm not doing that. He's like, but you don't understand. If you just be honest and tell him, he might feel the same way about it, and you'd be fine. You, all this stuff will be go away, and you can go about your business. She's stubborn about it, and she gets mad at him, and she, you know, does the burst thing, so everything gets charred, including the guy. And he's like, Dunk, and sends it in, like you know. Yeah. So now she's really fucked because now the she has a week before the her father's business is closed for good they're going to shut her down right and she doesn't you know she can't let her dad know that she did this because he's trying to get me to run the business and i'm now failing as a daughter you know so i'm dishonoring the family kind of thing so the water dude's like well you know what there's maybe if we find a way to solve where this leak is coming from you know because there shouldn't be water coming in through your building in the first place if we can backtrack to find out where that water is going and stop it from flowing in, we saw we save the day, we solve the problem, and you know, Bob's your uncle, everything goes back to normal. Yeah. So they do that and they find it, and she does um, she does a tempered glass thing to patch a hole because what's happening is a ship's coming by in the world and it's overflowing into a dam. And you have to understand where she lives. There's um, like it's like a reservoir, uh-huh. so there's like you know there's where water should flow. Right. Um, but it's all dried because, you know, water can't go in there because it's been all sealed off because it's fucking fire, right? Right. <clears throat> so she does this tempered glass thing to, you know, like to stop the overflow of water from coming in through the pipes, kind of saves the day, and they go to show the woman, you know, who's like the super-duper inspector, like the boss, and she kind of says, all right, fine, everything's great. And then, like, you know, of course, something happens, and she winds up having to save everybody, you know, Ember and the dude have to, you know, save everybody. Right. But here's the problem, Ed. This is not a problem. This is where they get you. Yeah. <clears throat> they, the, her mom has, she's kind of like, she's kind of like a love guru. They, they would, um, in her, in their culture, they would light uh, these incense things. You know, one girl, the girl fire would light one send, the, the boy fire would light the other. And the, the aroma would let the mother know whether or not these two people were actually in love or not. Right. <clears throat> Well, she smells her daughter, like, walking by going, what's going on? Like, she can smell that you know, her daughter might be in love. But no one knows by who because the guy is, she can't bring him around because 
is water. Right. And dad is kind of racist towards the water people because they were kind of mean to him when they right. first got it. So it's it's a mutual like you were mean to me, so I don't trust any of you. You people you people right. suck. Right. You know? So, of course, she can't say, like, she's hanging out with this guy and she's actually kind of falling for him because, no, no, that's impossible. I can't. My family would, you know, that's, no, no. And, of course, the dude's kind of like, all right, well, I like hanging out with you kind of thing. And and there's a moment where um, he comes and tries to talk her because, like, he wants to say that we can be together. And he takes her to his family and his family knows all about her. Hmm. Of course, he they know nothing about him. Like, it's that kind of... And his family is very opening and welcoming and right. also wealthy, too. And there's... Um, they drop a a, um, a pitcher, right? A glass pitcher. And she's like, well, I can fix it. And she uses heat to temper. And she kind of makes it this beautiful, almost like work of art pitcher. Right. And the mom's like, you have a real talent here for art and, and sculpture. I know somebody who runs this school. And you can, you know, have a whole, like career based on what you just did here she doesn't want to do it because she's has to she's got to run the family business and then she realizes during the course of time i'm going to tell you the full thing if you don't mind yeah you know that that i don't want to do that i've i've never wanted to run the family business i feel like i'm trapped which is probably the reason why i'm so angry all the time because she can't follow her own dreams right but she doesn't know what dreams she has because she's been doing this her entire time Right. So, like, having this opportunity to make maybe having her own life and being a sculpture and all that stuff freaks her the fuck out. And she breaks up with the dude and, you know, leaves. And then something bad happens. And he's got to, you know, like, oh, my God, she's in trouble and tries saving her. And the whole time, dry as bone. And me, Stacey, we're kind of chuckling. It's it's a cute movie. Then, oh, they get you. They get you on something that you didn't think they were ever going to do. Right? And you're gonna laugh, and you're gonna. But I, Ni- almost Niagara Falls. I was teary. Stacy was a fucking mess. Mm. Just for the record, um, <clears throat> they uh, in in the girls in Ember's family. They have this blue flame, and it's been a uh, flame that he took from the from the homeland, and it's used for their forge for all the stuff that they do. Mm. And it's very special and very meaningful. But because the tempered glass that she has is now um, broken. All the water that's been built up is now rushing through the town. So now she's running through town trying to get people off the streets because water's coming. Right. <clears throat> well, she gets her family safe, but the water hits the store, and she's trying now to save the the, the fire. Right. right. So she goes into the house, and the water dude follows her, and you know he's trying to hold the water at bay because you know he's, he can kind of hold stuff and he gets stronger by sucking some of the water while she's trying to do that. Well, it doesn't work. Right, and they get stuck into they get stuck into a small room, but because she's hot and he's water, he starts turning into steam. Uh. He's about to die, <laughs> right? And Stacy at this moment goes, "No, <laughs> Pixar has never taken away a significant other. Like they've never done that. It's like they've never done like I'm we're in love and I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna murder my boyfriend like." <laughs> Like, think about it. Pixar, like, you know, in all the, the sad moments, it's always... Up isn't a Pixar movie? Up is a Pixar movie, but you got to see, the you got to see you know, his wife die, but of old age. Okay. These are two young kids, and he's, you know, they're they're trapped. I mean, this is... <laughs> they're always at first for everything. Right, and Stacey's like, oh my God, are they going to... Are they really going to kill him? Like, like, holy shit, they've never done that. And you can see him, like, like look, you know, does the, you know, I love you... 
and it's okay. Like it, it'll be fine. You know, you save this. Just I love you and I care about you. And then fade the black, and then open up, and she's cry- she's crying because he's gone. Like because there is no way for him to escape. All right. So he's he's gone, and she's crying, and mom at this point now has discovered that the two of them are in love because they do this kind of cool little thing where she's like, oh, I'll prove it. You like this. You can't light it, can you? Ha, ha, ha. And the water's like, hold on for a second. And he stands in front of Ember and, like, lets her fire shine through him to light the, the incense. You know, I'm like, oh, that's kind of, like, the, the effect was kind of cool. I'm like, uh, you could do that. All right. You know, heats it up that way. I'm like, all right. Science, Ed. <laughs> and mom realizes that the two of them are actually really in love. And so she kind of like backed off a little bit. So now here you are going, Ember's now, Ember's sitting there crying her eyes out because he's gone. And she's like, I, I, I did love him. And almost in the background, you hear him crying. And boom, Stacy, waterworks. Boom! I'm like, even I was like, and what happened was because of the steam and the moisture of the place, he wound up evaporating a little bit, but there was still moisture in the room. Yeah. So. She was doing stuff to make him cry more because she was, as he was crying, he was draining. He was raining a little bit, and that's how he kind of, that's how he gets back. But there was that moment where you're going, "Oh my god, I think they just killed him off." I mean, it wouldn't surprise me because it's fucking Pixar, right? right? I mean, it's Disney; they're going to murder somebody in one of their movies, and one somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to die. You know, some we got to get these waterworks. We got to get these waterworks somehow. <laughs> Kill the dog if we have to. <laughs> you know? Duck, come here. You know, it's just so like at this moment you hear him in the distance crying. I got I'm like, oh my god, thank God. Oh my god, like I I mean I had I, I was glassy eyed, I'm not gonna lie, you know me, I'm I'm very open about my, you know, Stacy Waterworks. Like she, we actually had to pause the movie so she could get herself composed. Cause she was she was I mean, in those moments, you start, like, I, I know you know because you're a heartless bastard. <laughs> but, you know, you start thinking about your loved ones, your significant others. Like, oh, my God, I'm sure she probably felt like, oh, my God, what if, what if like, like these guys are in love and, you know, Stacey and I are. And, like, there's, like, this moment of, like, loss. And you're, like, oh, when he comes, when he, he starts crying, you're, there's, like, this wave of relief. Stacey's, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she's, like, I, I was, like, I could, they can't do this. They're, like, I, why do we support this company? <laughs> She was like, I don't know why they, why we do, why do we do this to ourselves? She's like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm like, well, you want to watch it. Like, you know? so, <laughs> I have to tell you, subconsciously, we all love it. Right, no, we no, I, love I, it. I, we yeah, all want to see that, you know, and I'm like, she's like, I, why are we supporting this? I don't understand. We, we, do, it happens every time. We know when we're going to a Pixar movie, we're going to, we're going to cry like little girls. And I'm like, that's good storytelling. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, like. I was like, you know, of course everything winds up in the end, but it's that moment you're like, they've never, because even Stacey's like, are they really going to kill him off? Like, there is a real legitimate moment of like, holy shit, are they going to, are they doing this? Are you really going to do this? Because Pixar, you're now jumping into like some territory of like, I'm sacrificing myself. Like, Up's wife dying of old age, you're like, you can, it's it's hurtful, and it's in the first 10 minutes moving, you're like, <laughs> but this is like the last, <laughs> that's where it goes, right? like, and the last 10 minutes of the movie, you know, the old guy's like, I'm gonna get a bunch of balloons to flip my house, and so fuck all you guys, you know, I'm gonna go on one last adventure, you know, but in this movie, you're going, oh my god, they've, you know, she, 
she's never she didn't really tell him she never said she loved him he's been open about her they're like oh my god he just died and she's never gonna get a chance to tell him that she loved him. and you're like oh my it's sh- shattering i need to tell you pixar listens to this show i know so now it's like well, let's get a script going let's get we have an angle now it was in i mean it was the movie was fine like a lot of the for me, it's I'm going in to see a Pixar movie. I want to see some new animation. I don't want to see, you know... Because to me, it just the fire reminded me of anger. It reminded right. me like, hey, we talked about it. Inside Out. Or, right. you know, like, hey, it looks like all the characters. Yay! The water effect was good. The fire effect was good. They did kind of, you know, make it a little... They, they polished it up. It looked really good. Mm-hmm. Some of the reflective shots, like, he's talking to her and she's talking to him. And you can see her, you know, you can see... There was a lot of work done and making sure that the light reflected correctly through the water right like you know or off the water it was it was really really good it was hmm. it, it was entertaining okay you know i was like definitely out of the, that and little mermaid i would definitely take element uh, you know elemental over that one okay you know there you go so that's okay. there, my, there's my spoilerific version of uh element to i think that's the name <laughs> of the movie oh, what's that noise oh, that's our phone that's my phone yeah that's my phone that was your phone. My phone vibrated. Stacy yelling at me. Did you tell him about this? <laughs> I thought I was crying, did you? Did you Don't tell him, tell him that. Don't tell him I was crying like a little girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's work-related. At 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> On a person who doesn't even work with me yet. <laughs> it's my old it's a kid, a kid I hired last year. Uh. He's like, sorry for Texas delay. I just want to let you know I applied again for retail staff. I'm like... Thanks. Okie dokie. Let me give him a thumbs up. I give you thumbs up, buddy. You go, yeah. This is the Geeksters. <laughs> hey, I'm busy, busy doing the show. Go listen. I talk about you. Bless you. Hold on, I got one more. Uh oh. Bless you. God. Sneeze like a girl. Uh, I did that one on purpose. And usually I'm like, <laughs> 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 So that was that's kind of what I did. Uh, I also bought a video game. What video game did you buy? Mortal Kombat! Right. Because I was at for the record, Ed, I was I pre ordered the standard edition of the game, right? Yeah. Which which comes out this Tuesday, because you're probably gonna mention it in the you know New release releases, release. yep. releases of the week. Uh, the premium edition came out Thursday of last week. Oh, well, the, this is current last week. Uh-huh. Um, so I wasn't sure if we were going to have any extras, and it come the, the the comes with the season pass. So you know the, all the extra characters mm-hmm. uh, and Shang uh, Shang Sung character. Uh, also, the Jean Claude Van Damme skin too right. for Johnny Cage, mm-hmm. and I was like, I, I was very adamant. At, in my head to be like, I'm not going to buy this one version because it's 110 bucks. I don't, and by the time I get, by the time these other extra characters are going to come out, I'm probably going to be bored with the fucking game in the first place. So I'm probably going to want to train it in anyway. Right. We had an extra one on Friday. <laughs> so I fucking bought I had a one. discount. Uh, you know, I, I took the money that I had on already on the other, the other version and I'm like, I've canceled that version and the, I, for I was worried that I would lose the pre-order bonuses, but the pre-order bonuses were actually in the game itself, like in, in cards. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so I'm not losing anything. So like, technically, I could buy, 
And I was like, hey, do we have an extra one? Because I thought we had just enough to cover the people who pre-ordered it. Right. And I was, um, my coworkers, she's like, no, we have an extra one. I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. So I was like, let's see, my employee discount and this, and then I trade, you know, that. (sighs) Ring me out. (laughs) 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 You know, and she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, because I I do want to, I always enjoyed Mortal Kombat. It's a fun game. I, you know, I'm interested in, believe it or not, I'm actually interested in the story. You're like, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. It's punch, punch, kick, kick. Mm. Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Blood, gore, fatalities, you know, brutality. (laughs) But there is an actual story to the game. You know, like, as of the last, after the last game, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, Liu Kang, our Mm. hero, becomes a fire god. Okay. uh, And has, he has, um, won the protection of the uh, hourglass so he can fuck with time. Right. Uh, so what he decides to do is he decides to recreate the universe. You know, I guess right some of the wrongs. Mm. Hence Mortal Kombat 1. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and a lot of the characters that were in like the last games aren't in them anymore. And they actually, some of the style, like uh, Sonya Blade who is in the game, but not as a playable character. I'll explain that in a second. She is in her original 90s look, like the, the leotard. And the, the green half, leotard, the green, yeah. green or red leotard. Yeah. And I'm like, it looks, it looks like shit, to be honest. Right. Um, and I'm like, all right. You know, and there's like, there, you pick a character. Um, I think it's like 12 people, one of 12, three, six, nine, maybe 18, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, Sub-Zero, Liu Kang, um, Scorpion, Raiden, uh, Kung Lao, uh, you know, Melina, um, Siren, Sindel, you know, like the, the people who were like in the very first game, right. I think are kind of like predominantly in this one. Right. Uh, Jax, he's in it, but he doesn't have bionic arms. He's got the regular arms. Okay. Um, now what they did was the fighting mechanics are still the same, but they did, um, a few tweaks. You have what's called a cameo person, you know, cameo with a K. So, you know, if, <laughs> if you ever hear a hard C coming out of my mouth, when I'm talking about this game, trust me, it's spelled with a K. Right. Right. Um, so you get to pick your character and then you pick the person who's going to have the cameo with, <laughs> So like I picked Johnny Cage, and then I yes. picked <laughs> I pick Sonya Blade. Okay. So now as I'm fighting, um, as I'm fighting who my, my opponent is, what's wrong? I can't. I, I, like, I can't even say it on air. I can't say it because it's like you know. <laughs> never mind. I can't. But continue on, please. <laughs> so you pick Sonya Blade. You pick Sonya Blade, and then when you're fighting, you can hit the R. She's got like a timer. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you were the person you picked has a timer, and then when you hit the R one button, they'll jump in and help you with like a, a move or something like that. Right. Whether it be like a, um, um, like a, I don't want to call it a fatality because it's not. Um, there's a move where you hit like L two and R two, and you both you kind of gang up on the person. They do kind of something funky. Like for example, um, if you pick Kano and Sub Zero. And you do the little special move. Mm. Kano, who is a, who's a cameo person, not an pl- actual player, he comes out and he throws a bunch of knives at the person. He's like, oh, I'm hurt. And then Sub-Zero, why did that person's son, then shoots ice onto the floor and slides up and has all these points so it kind of goes through your head and your face and your body. Mm. You know? And then he kind of jumps up in the air and 
forms like an uh, an ice hammer and slams you down, slams on your head. Right. And you're like, it's it's like, but you can only you, you can only do that move when you yourself is almost done. Like it's like a it's like a final, final. move, like a final move to like kind of hopefully like pull your ass out of the fire. Right. Because it does major damage to the other person. So. And you can't back in in the other versions. You could do it whenever you could. This one now is like a only like once per round. Right. And then when you do it, if you miss it, it has like a recharge to it. Okay. Um, I'm like, all right. It, it adds a little bit of different gameplay to it. Um, and but they also added you have your your traditional towers. Uh, there's a thing called survivor. There's survival. There's a thing called invasion, mm-hmm. uh, where you pick a character and then you go through um, this like storyline. Um, and you have to, like these encounters that you have to fight, and on your way you get coins, and you get um, you get the Mortal Kombat coins, you get Dragon Stones, and the coins that you get are used in to give to a shrine, like a thousand, mm. and it gets melted, and you get a um, prize, like a thank you, like an it's like an offering, mm. um, and then it, and those offerings are in the form of. Hey, here's character artwork. Here's background artwork. Here's a new costume for a new color scheme for a character, randomized. You know, it's like it's it's tchotchkes. Mm-hmm. You know, so the more you play in these little these modes, the more coinage you're going to make, and then you can buy more shit to make your guy look even better, like to personalize it. Um, there's also a shop. Of course, every game has a shop where you use the dragon stones to like buy stuff. Um, it's like. It's probably ref- it's probably refreshed now, but it was like, hey, here's Sindel's um, like a, a pack of for her, and it's same outfit, but it's in different color schemes. And then uh, Johnny Cage is like, hey, you can buy this one special sunglasses that he has that you know it's not in the game at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the game itself it's Mortal Kombat. Right. Like I'm not I'm not gonna sit there and go, oh my god, they reinvented the wheel because they didn't. Because it's still bloody, it's still gory. I would have liked to. There's one of my favorite characters in the game for the last game was Ermac, not Ermac. Uh, he was the gunslinger. Uh, kind of looked like a. He was very like a. Like he kind of reminded me of um, Clint Eastwood. You know, he was a right. gunslinger, and he, you know, he was really cool. I liked him, <clears throat> but he's not in it. Um, Baraka is in it. And he's a playable character. Uh, they they even brought the police officer dude back. Really? Yeah, and but he's a cameo dude, so it's not like he's a playable character. But there is a moment where you can be like, he's he's helping you out, and he'll jump out and he'll shoot somebody. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I can't say they reinvented the wheel. The game's fun. Uh, I've only played I played it a little bit last night. Um, I did go online stupidly to try to like do like, hey, let's try to fight somebody online. Give me some random person. <laughs> and boy, did I get my ass handed to me. Like, I mean, I got my ass handed to me so bad that it wasn't even fun. Like, I, I mean, it's like the person just completely like demolished me. And I'm like, I thought I was playing like a ranked thing where I could be ranked with somebody <laughs> like on my like on my own level. And if <laughs> someone, if uh, like I just I got so like. Are you kidding me? I got my ass handed me in, in two different two different categories. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I just won't play online. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll just do this survivor thing and this invasion thing and all the towers and you know, I'll I'll live a good life. <laughs> free of embarrassment. <laughs> it's a simple life. <laughs> it's free of free of embarrassment. You're a farmer. It's a simple life. Right. 
Uh, yeah, so, uh, do I recommend the game? I always recommend a good, you know, Mortal Kombat game, because it's Mortal Kombat. You know what you're getting. That's what I love about Mortal Kombat, is you know what you're getting. You're getting blood, violence, you know, an okay story, you know, but mostly you're there for the characters. You're like, Mortal Kombat! No. So, there. I'd give it a thumbs up. Alright, it's but I need to know what's coming out. Sure, I'm playing a video game now, but what's coming out tomorrow? Maybe I'll change my mind. Tell me, Ed. What are you going to trade that in for? Let's find out. But let's start out with the movies and TV first. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Little Mermaid is coming out this Tuesday, by the way. The Little Mermaid, the live action version. I did ask the see if we should have it. Um, she's like, it's one of those movies where I, I, she wouldn't go out and buy it. But if I said, hey, it's out, do you want me to get it? I think she might, she, she said she'd pass on it. Okay. Like, I don't know if it's going to be part of my library. I'm like, it depends on how cool the cover art is on that 4K steelbook at Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, here comes the 4K. The Black Phone is getting a 4K release this Black week. Black Phone, never heard of that. It's the one with Ethan Hawke, that horror movie that came out oh, last year, two okay, years ago. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Cocaine Bear is getting a 4K release this week. <sighs> okay. The Exorcist is getting a 4K release. Makes sense because you got that new Exorcist movie coming out. Uh, fall is or just Fall is coming out as a 4K release. Okay. The Last Dragon is getting a 4K release. The Lost City of Z is getting a 4K release. Ringu okay. is getting a 4K release. And The Trial, which is a 1962 movie, is getting a 4K release. And I, I'm always curious about movies like that. Like, hey, here's a movie that's from the 1960s that really no one knows about. Let's give it the 4K treatment. I feel like, is there... Like, why? And I'm not saying that, like, you know, oh, maybe someone's favorite movie. And if somebody's favorite movie, they probably have like, multiple copies of it. Like, you know, like, look at me in Star Wars. But, you know... <laughs> Yeah, but like, like, like it just seems to be like that's a movie no one's ever heard of. Right, like, is, is, who like who's even in it that might even be remotely a household name? Like if you tell me, oh, Cary Grant or you know Jimmy Stewart, I'm like, all right, you know Marilyn Monroe. I'm with some Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> He's aged so well. Yeah, really, definitely a vampire. I mean, well, uh, it was written, directed by Orson Welles. Okay, All okay, right, so uh, it's probably a sequel, not a sequel, but a follow-up to... Starring Anthony Perkins, Orson Welles, Jane, Jean, okay. Jean Rue, so maybe, Rami Shiner, and... Alright, so it's got some historical value to uh, it, meaning that it was probably one of his second or third pieces of stuff that he did after Citizen Kane. Oh, well, I think, was it Citizen Kane, like a 50s movie, so it's probably... I thought it was the... 30s. Well, I'm, I, okay. Right, hold on. I'm, hold on. I'm wrong then. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to find yeah. out. I'm going to find out, or maybe they're doing like, you know... Because uh, this, this was a 62. Citizen Kane. I, I, I don't know the year of Citizen Kane, so I'm, I'm wrong. A 1941 drama mystery. Okay. So how, what year is that? 62. Okay. So yeah. so, yeah. So, I think, I thought this was his first movie. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Why was Citizen Kane so controversial? Oh, many assume that the character of Susan Alexander Kane was based on Marion Davies, Hearst's mistress. Who, whose career he managed and whom Hearst promoted as a promotion pitch actress. <laughs> All right. All right, well, I'll read the description real quick here. It's brief, uh, brilliantly capturing the oppressive paranoia of Frank Coffa's classic novel, Orson Welles. The trial is a story about a young clerk, Joseph K., who was arrested, all without knowing his crime. Welles f- filmed in this... I'm sorry. Welles filmed in the Borek work of genius... 
on, in a Desert Bell Escort railway station in Paris. Oof. The strange setting is perfectly captured. The bizarre and nightmarish world of Coppa's mythical Tortellian state. So I guess it was a, a you know, based off of a you know, kind of. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking as you're talking about. I'm like looking through some of the questions that people ask uh, Google, uh, and it's like, what was the point of Citizen Kane? <laughs> you know, uh, why did Citizen Kane flop? Is Citizen Kane based on a good story? <laughs> <laughs> was what did Rosebud mean in Citizen Kane? <sighs> Amateur. Amateur. How was Citizen Kane ruined by wealth? What is the twist at the end of Citizen Kane? <laughs> what is the meaning of the rosebud moment? Why did Kane build Xanadu? What is the dramatic irony of Citizen Kane? Was Citizen Kane alone when he died? What? Why was Citizen Kane almost banned? <laughs> Why does the snow? What does the snow go mean in Citizen Kane? Why does Kane want Susan to sing? What? <laughs> is Citizen Kane a masterpiece? <laughs> Uh, thanks to the large measure of film writers in France, the film the film world began to see Citizen Kane as a masterpiece, just as it is done when the motion picture debuted in 1941, writes Harlan Lebo in his excellent book, Citizen Kane, A Filmmaker's Journey. All right. Okay, what else? All right, let's move on to video, video okay. games. Uh, Gloomhaven, developed by Saber Interactive and published by Twin Sales Interactive for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, S, and Switch. That's coming out Monday, the September 18th. So it's actually coming out tomorrow, which because today is Sunday. Yeah, well, it's a good thing I'm opening tomorrow. No, I don't have it. I have nothing street theater for tomorrow. My street date's the 19th. Okay. Uh, Lies of P, developed and published by Newitz for the PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, and Mac. And that's coming out Tuesday, the 19th. Would you like to know about that game? Yes. It's actually a free-to-play demo game uh, right now. Uh, Lies of P, because you're Pinocchio. Okay. It's a more serious theme. And I say Pinocchio because it, it, he's a, a animatronic boy, child, teenager, looks like. Okay. Um, and he's going on his adventure, but it's very Dark Soul-esque. Okay. Meaning like, hey, you got a room full of bad guys. You got to kill those bad guys. But if you die, you go back to your last save point and then you got to fight everybody up again. Like it's it's one of those Souls games, they call it. All right. Um, also, too, let's go back to Gloomhaven for a second. Yeah. Um, Gloomhaven is is based on a board game. Is it? Uh, yeah, Gloomhaven is your, I'm going to call it your traditional role-playing dungeon crawler type of game. It's kind of like Baldur's Gate. It's very Dungeons & Dragons heavy. Um, but the board game itself, you actually had like you built the board, mm. and then your character would you would have a, a like a, a you pick like a little statue character that it came with, and you would move them through the you know oh through the, the board through or the through board the spaces and like yeah, uh, and then there's like a campaign, and I my every Saturday night I used to go to my friend Mark's house, um, Stacey and I would go there, me, her, Mark, his wife Jessica. And our other friend John, the five of us, do game night. We would play board games. Mm. Mark talked us into playing this game because it was supposed to be like they call them legacy games, meaning that you could play for months. Our campaign lasted almost a year. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I love every one of them, but we fought more often playing that game than we did any other game. Like you get like little spats when you're playing them. Like she came down in a bubble and had a tiara, Doug. You know, kind of like I don't know. You probably never seen that scene, that clip. 
No. She's the Wicked Witch of the East, bro. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you the clip. There's a bunch of, there's a, trust me, there's a bunch of people there who know exactly what I'm talking about when I describe that. Um, so we would all bump heads and stuff during normal games, but this one we fought a lot. Like, so much so that Stacy was like, I don't know if I can go tonight because I'm so mad at John because John's trying to mansplain my character to me. Like, you know, uh. <laughs> like, or I'd be mad at Mark because I'm like, well, can't do this. No, it's, 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 you know, you shouldn't really do this because it's losing the spirit of the game. And I'm like, right now my spirit's kind of mad and I don't want to play anymore. So, <laughs> like, our campaign lasted and, like, I'm like, now they're making a video game of that? <sighs> I was, I, you know, it, it, to me... You should, let me say, you should all buy it. Right, we should like, go on, see if it's an online thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's play Gloomhaven online. Here's my character. They can see me run around. Yay. No. No. <laughs> I am, it's weirdly enough, though, I, maybe because it's um, because, uh, conditioned. I'm like, well, if it's a good game, I might buy it. Just because the game itself, when we played it, was fun. It was turn-based, and you did have, there was a lot of D&D elements going Okay, well, I'm going to go see this guy right there. I'm going to attack that guy. Roll. Okay, now I have to move over here. What's, what's my quest? I got to do this. All right, so if I go up here and then go into this room before everybody else, what do I see kind of thing? Like right. like everyone had like their own like little missions, but we had to work together. It was it was very, very heavily based on Dungeons & Dragons, but on a board game format. Right. Which for me, I was like, I don't know if you could translate that well into a video game format. It sounds weird. But some games just don't translate well. Right. But when they said it was going to be like a turn-based RPG, and I'm like, all right, they, that, those usually will do pretty wow. well. Yeah. They do well enough. And Gloomhaven's got like enough of a of a pedigree to be like, all right, it could work. I, and I think it's also relatively cheap. It's not like a $70 game. I think it's like 40 Okay. I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe. But I'm already playing Baldur's Gate, and that's kind of pissing me off. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1, developed by Neither Realm Studios and published by Warner <laughs> Brother Games. <laughs> the PS5, Xbox Series, SX, Switch, and PC, that's coming out Tuesday as well. Your soul is mine. <laughs> <laughs> this next game, I like the title. <laughs> I'm just telling you I like the title. So it's probably you- a terrible game, but it's You Suck at Parking. Developed and published by Heavy Volcano for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SX, Switch, and PC. Or Switch, just Switch, sorry. PC. Tuesday as well. Um, Clearly, that sounds like an independent title. For a moment, I thought, that'd be a really good VR game. Yeah. But no, I guess if it's for the Switch, I'm like, nope, not VR. All right. Uh, uh, Next is Party Animals, developed by Recreate Games and published by Source Technology for the Xbox One, Xbox Series, S and X, and PC. That's coming out Wednesday the 20th. Then we have Days of Doom, developed by Sneaky Box and published by Atari for the PS4, PS5. That's right, they're still around. That's right, they're still around. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SX, Switch, and PC. That's coming out Thursday the 21st. Then we have Payday 3. (laughs) Developed by Starbreeze Studios and published by Crotch Media for the PS5. Crotch Media. KR. I'm oh, sorry, there's no R, so it's Crotch. Sorry, Crotch Media. Uh, it's coming out for the PS5, Xbox Series, S, and X, and PC. It's coming out Thursday, the 21st. And that is the games coming out this week. Okay. So there All you right. go, kids. Good luck. Happy hunting. Happy gaming. Yeah, really. Now uh, it's time for the news. Nerd news. All right, Ed. Uh, let's start off with 
Jimmy Fallon is latest celebrity exposed over allegations of toxic work environments. I am surprised. I am really surprised by this one. Okay, well, let's see what the article says. This, first of all, this is from Blast. So, uh, theblast.com. So, let's take this for what it's yeah. worth. Because uh, it definitely has gotten some steam. Uh, toxic work environments seem to be all the rage for A-list celebrities, allegedly. It's crazy to think of some of the most lovable, relatable, and happiest celebrities are created at a workplace where toxicity is allowed. Uh, Jimmy Fallon is one of the most recent stars to garner negative publicity for his bad and erratic behavior behind the scenes. Uh, Jimmy Fallon ambushed with toxic workplace games. Um, in a Rolling Stone tell-all recently published, multiple employees, current and former, come forward with horrible stories about The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon host. Uh, two current and f- two current and fourteen former staffers for Fallon spoke out about his quote erratic behavior and what they deem as quote toxic work environment. The employees range from production crew mem- uh, production crew members to office staffers to show writers. What's more, they even made claims the SNL alum had good Jimmy days and bad Jimmy days. Um, Employees feared what kind of what kind of Jimmy day it would be at work. Nobody told Jimmy no. Everybody walked on eggshells, especially showrunners. A former employee told Rolling Stone, "You never knew which Jimmy you were going to get, and when he was going to throw a hissy fit. Look how many showrunners went. Look how many showrunners went so quickly. We know they didn't last long. Uh, just just to let you know, he has nine. She's had nine showrunners since he took over the nightly talk show in two thousand and fourteen. That's eleven years. Nine, nine years. It's one a year, baby. One a year, folks. I mean, I mean, I, maybe they just. Well, anyway, I'm not going. Well, um, I don't work there, so I can't defend them. I'm just going to put it this way: some showrunners last like all the whole series. Like, they the, do. They do. Like, I mean, there, there is, there, like, some I mean, how like, many showrunners does Jay Leno have? Right, like Jay Leno and and and, and even um, Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson. I mean, they sure. I'm sure they went through some showrunners, but it's just like. But for the most part, it's probably people that were retiring or moving on. And they right. were, just, you know, coming in to work in for a while for right. something, or right. you know, that kind of thing. Or they needed fresh blood because the show's right, ready the show's, for. The show's supposed to be young, cool, and hip, and I would be on the chopping block unless I could find a way to make myself relevant and cute, you know, uh, cool, hip, and you know, relevant. Right. Like right. if not, I'd be like, hey, you know what's funny? Jewish jokes. <laughs> what if you walk over and throw a pie in his face? Waka waka. They'd be like, dude, you got any TikTok stuff? No, man. I don't know. What's that? I have a watch. I don't even, I don't even have a watch. I use my phone. Why do I need TikTok for? TikTok what? I don't. I went, get him out of here. Like, uh, what do you mean? I'm relevant. I'm still worthy. I got a digital watch. digital watch. That's a TikTok. I mean, I'm so hip. I'm so hip it even has a calculator. <laughs> As with the quadratic formula is, I got it right here in my watch. <laughs> yeah. I'm hip. I'm cool. I'm hip. I'm relevant. Hold on. Let me get to my phone. I got to type in the letter. I got to get to capital M. Tap, 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 tap. And, oh, shit. I went by. Tap, 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 tap. And when we get done, I'm going to play Snake. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me check MySpace. <laughs> I can't talk now. I'm checking my. I gotta figure out who my top eight are. 
<laughs> I'm kind of mad at them. They go, they're off my top eight. <laughs> what song was going to be on my page? I don't know. <laughs> so, anyway, the article continues. Um, Nobody told Jimmy no. Harry walked on eggshells, especially showrunners. Uh, the Tonight Show employees told Rolling Stones that they've been made to feel, quote, belittled and intimidated by their superiors at work, including Fallon. So these are a bunch of subordinates that are, you know, complaining. Right. Uh, the claim even went as far as saying Fallon seemed drunk on the job back in 2017. <laughs> Another set of workers claimed to have smelled alcohol in the host's breast. It breasts. <laughs> on the ho- host's breath. <laughs> Walking in, Jimmy Fallon going, smell my titties. Do they smell like beer? (laughs) What do they smell like? Alcohol? Get your lick. (laughs) Pure Jack. (laughs) Jack Daniels I'm talking about. Not Nicholson. (laughs) Um, So another set of workers claimed to have smelled alcohol in his breath in an elevator on separate occasions in 2019 and 2020. Uh, since the bombshell report was published, Fallon has since apologized to staffers. In a Zoom he call he held on Thursday, September 7th, he reportedly said, quote, It's embarrassing and I feel so bad. Sorry if I embarrassed you and your friends and family. Uh, find out who else was called out for toxicity. Uh, Fallon continued, I never set out to create that type of atmosphere on the show. I think sometimes I'm working with the best of the best. You guys are the top of the game. I want the show to be fun. It should be inclusive for everybody. It should be funny. It should be the best show, the best people. Per staff members who were on the Thursday's call, Fallon, quote, felt pretty earnest in his apology. Uh, Sadly, the same cannot be said for Ellen DeGeneres, who infamously got exposed for toxic work environment back in 2020. Um, If you remember, multiple staff members spoke up. People on online revealed their experiences with her alleged unfriendliness. Uh, many found the news shocking and ironic because the generous has built our multi-million dollar brand on the motto, be kind to one another. Uh, so now they're going to switch to her, which I feel like is kind of pointless. Um, all right, so I thought about this. I thought the idea of Jimmy to- Jimmy Fallon being like a, a toxic boss. Right. Um, I can't say I'm surprised. Okay. And I mean, and what I mean is I'm sure that he wants the best for his show and he wants the best for people right he does kind of come off kind of a like a hey i kind of every man type deal comes across that way uh-huh. however that doesn't come without a price uh-huh. all right um if you want to be the best like maybe he does have a drinking problem i mean you know maybe that's the case maybe that's why he's smelling maybe he take, come, takes a couple snoots between takes maybe there's something in that cup that no one knows about it's possible. Well, I apparently like like they they before even before this came out, Jimmy Fallon had, did have a drinking problem, mm. and it was it we've I don't know if we addressed it in a past article or not. I, we might have. I remember we talked about right. it or something like that. So, I so think he did check himself in the rehab, right? Place, right. So, so we so it's not a big surprise in any right. way, you know, shape or form that way. But the thing is, is like I don't find Jimmy Fallon really that funny. Really? Yes. Like mm-hmm. I find him annoying actually. I, well, half I, the time. I, I, you know, I can kind of, I as the kids say, I can co-sign that Ed because while I find him, I don't watch the Tonight Show. When right. I do watch the Tonight Show, it's usually a clip, and he's usually doing something with another guest. Right. It's never like Jimmy Fallon. I'm, it's never Jimmy stand up. It's always like, oh look, here's lip sync. Uh, you right. know, car karaoke. Car, well, right. car karaoke is a different guy. <laughs> Uh, here's a lip lip sync battle, or 
hey, we're gonna do the game where um, I'm gonna you're gonna sing in a, a style right. and this song. Oh look, Miley Cyrus! Celebrity impression of a song or Miley Cyrus is gonna sing by like Dolly Parton and she's gonna sing you know Jolene. You know, or we're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna play in a band in the, in the subway, and we're gonna see if anybody recognizes us, like stuff like that, like right. kind of like yuck yuck kind of pranks and stuff like that. Right. Oh look, I'm friends with you know Justin Timberlake. You know, apparently who's blowing up. I don't know if you've seen any. You don't pay attention to any of that stuff. No, not really. And then <laughs> no, not really. Just moving on. The thing is, like, like I, I just because like he laughs too much. Like he laughs his own shit, and it's right. just like like I can remember. I watch a lot of old Carson and stuff. Uh-huh. And Carson could hold it together. Now, once in a while, he did laugh. He did lose sure, it right, type right. of thing. Right. But that was more funnier right, that way. Those were the gems. So they were the gems. And there was that's like, you know, it was so funny that he couldn't hold it in. Right, right, thing. right. Fallon, like, he's like, it's like he's at the desk. He's like. <laughs> and then, and then. <laughs> and then, and then. <laughs> It's, it's, it's annoying. It really is, you know. Right. He's that person at a party that laughs at his own jokes. Right. And you're like, I... You're it wasn't that funny. Right, or he's trying to tell the joke, but he finds it so funny that he's laughing yeah. before he tells it or while he's telling it. So when he does get the punchline, you're like, I, I didn't find that funny. Come on, man. It was hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I was too busy waiting for you to finish it because every, every 10 seconds, like, so two... <laughs> so two juice... <laughs> Two Jews walk into a bar, <laughs> and and you figure well, that's kind of ridiculous because if one guy seen it, if one guy walked into it, the second guy could have seen it. <laughs> I don't get it. Right. So now, without the laughters, two Jews walk into a bar. First guy walks into it, the second guy should have seen it. Like a bar, an actual bar bar. Right, but he loses its loses, loses his thing when you're laughing. Right, because you're, like, like, you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Because you're like, and you're annoyed with the laughter. It's just like, it's right. not funny, you know. And, and you're like, and I'd be like, what do you mean it's not funny? It's hilarious. Come on, man. It's fucking, guys, he hits the bar. It's not an actual bar. It's a thing across the, because Jerry turn to Jerry Seinfeld. What do you mean? What's the deal with bars? <laughs> 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 but that's the thing. See, there goes that stone. He's laughing. Try trying to say something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're right. It is annoying. <laughs> but the idea, though, is like I'm I'm on her. Like who he has on NBC that he has this job because it's like he was an okay Saturday Night Live. He was he was I, a knockoff Adam Sandler, right? You know, and he and he wasn't as funny because, like I said, there was times that you would watch him. Just like, at what point in the skit is he going to laugh? Like, right, you know, right. He was he was always known for kind of like breaking character because he would find some whatever is funny. I think that's his shtick, though. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's okay. Well, I can one might say he purposely does it, but. If you are, if you're like, you're on a show like Saturday Night Live, I mean, I see clips of people losing it all the time. Like, they make themselves laugh. Hey. Or, like, um, when uh, Eddie Murphy and Joe Piscopo, and Joe Piscopo is throwing pies at Eddie Murphy, and Eddie stuff goes, the show is live! <laughs> like, you know, like, kind of reminded him. Hmm. Like, there's those moments you kind of go, okay, they're funny, but, or there's something when, uh, you lived in a van down by the river. Like, He's doing his shtick, but David Spade and Christine Applegate are now cracking up that they're trying to hide their face. But and then you know Chris sees it, so he just cranks it up even more because yeah. like I'm, I'm breaking these guys. 
I'm, I got to keep going because it's making me laugh. That I'm getting these guys to laugh. Like, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, Chris Farley never broke. Right, he never the, broke never character. character. He and just was, did it more. He just more. He <laughs> amped it up just to make them break character because right. he found that hilarious. Right, but that's the that's the joke. Like, that's like that's what made it funny. It was just like he could keep going. Right, keep down by the river. <laughs> And then you laugh, and you want to, you, you can't laugh because you're in the in right. Character. Like you see G- David Spade kind of cover his face, but I'm like, oh my god, I can't, I can't, I can't even look at him. Or Christine Apple get kind of turned away from the camera, so the, the the people you can't see her laughing hysterically. Yeah, you know, and then he sees it's like, listen here, young lady, like getting in her face, and she's like, mm. <laughs> like you can see both of them just breaking. It's great. It's classic. That is but, a classic but if, scene. But if you go, you know, it's like, don't bite the It's not funny. Right, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, or sometimes it felt like when you see those moments, and sometimes his breaking did seem forced because what would happen is it would pull away from the scene to go onto him right. because it would be like he's kind of like stealing that other person's spotlight away. Right. And again, I we are not in show business. We are, you know, definitely skirting the outside by doing a podcast and you know whatever. But we're not famous, and sometimes I feel like with fame, there's a certain level of of ruthlessness behind it. Well, yeah, I mean, I I know, like I said, going going back to the Saturday Night Live days, like it was. Oh yeah, you had to be the top dog. Uh-huh. Like you had to have because, like, eventually, if you weren't getting scripts in, if you weren't on stage performing, and nobody knew you were, because you got cut. You got cut because it's like you would like I watched Sorry Life. I watched just watch Sorry Life for the first minute and a half, right? Not even before the monologue hits, because I want to know who these people are, are going to be on the show. Because it's just like you got what. I wonder if he's going to get a scene this week. Because that's the thing. Like, I would watch the show. We, my wife and I watched Saturday Night Live. Uh-huh. And you watch all these actors. You're going, oh, yeah. you don't remember that guy in the right. episodes. I don't remember this guy in the episodes. Because um, Jay Moore wrote a great book. I, I always keep thinking about buying it. It's called Gasping for Airtime. He used to be a writer and a performer on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And he talks about him. I and he throws everybody under the bus. Like, it's a tell-all book about what it's like working on Saturday Night Live. Because it was pretty much like you had to come up with a skit. You had to write it, you had to be performing it, and it had to be funny for you to get it on air. Right. Like, you know, it wasn't just like, okay, there wasn't like a team of writers and going, okay, this week we're going to do Wayne's World, so get Mike and Dana in here. It was Mike and Dana coming up with the characters and pitching it to everybody else going, oh, yeah, like Church Lady is all Dana Carvey. Yeah. You know, so he had to kind of write it, perform it, sell it, and then hopefully that if it's funny enough that it'll get put on air. If not, it'll just get cut for that night or maybe cut it all completely if yeah. it wasn't funny. Or some, maybe some of the famous people who are going to be on, like, I really want to be on Church Lady. Oh, my God, thank God. I, now I have to write something. Yeah. I know I'm going to get airtime. Like, I mean, let's face it. Who would when, to go use Chris Farley, when Chris Farley is interviewing Paul McCartney, mm. that's supposed to be, like, classic comedy of like remember when you you were in the beatles as 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 cool like you know yeah like you can kind of see like some of it seemed kind of genuine or when somebody had to sell when patrick swayze was on the chippendale episode <laughs> right see yeah right when you got patrick swayze doing you know him shirtless as a chippendale and chris farley shirtless standing next to him dancing along with him it's hysterical yeah but someone had to pitch that idea I don't think it was like, hey, Chris, you know what I think would be funny? If you and Patrick Swayze were shirtless dancing like Chippendales. That might have worked. It might have been 
David Spade or, or even Adam Sandler because they were all buddies. Yeah. You know, and they might have found that humor amongst themselves and going, well, maybe this might actually work. Is Patrick in on it? You know, like, if we get, if we, if we, you know. I, I actually I actually think that was all probably Farley because Farley, like, uh-huh. David Spade would always tell the story of, he, and he did it, and I think, in one of the movies, either Black Sheep or the other movie that okay. was like Black Sheep. Tommy, Tommy Boy. Tommy, Tommy Boy and Black Sheep are yeah. for very similar. Sure. And uh, we goes do the fat man little coat. Mm-hmm. He would actually do that every week to David Spade because David's okay. like, Dave, I'm, t- I'm time for this. Blah blah. blah. No, right. no, look, and right. I'll do it. He goes, he goes, you know how many jackets I I got ripped in half because he was wearing it, you know, right. type of thing. And that was like, like that was the joke. But he would laugh every time. Like David Spade, right? Like, he would make him laugh. laugh right. So, so put in a movie. Right. So they, they put in a movie. Spade's but, got a good one too about um, um, Norm Macdonald. That they're all doing, it's a skit where Chris Farley's actually in a drive-thru, and he's going through all these things, like, you know, five fries, all that, you know, like, and at the end, they didn't know how to end the bit, because the person's like, would that be all? And they didn't know how to finalize it, and Spade, and, and they're talking about it, and off in the distance, they didn't know Norm McDonald's asleep on the sofa, and it woke him up, and he's like... Just say yes, <laughs> <laughs> and they all cracked up because Norm was like, "Well, you got the you know." Norm has that delivery. Just say yes, <laughs> right? And so he's like, "So and when the time came, you have Chris Farley doing the yes, but he sounds so proud and like, why yes, that is all.' Like, <laughs> but it came from Norm just being like." That's the joke. Him just saying, like, yeah, after all that, that's it. There's no punchline. The punchline is, that's it. That's my order. (laughs) (laughs) That's why Norm was a genius. (laughs) God rest his soul. (laughs) Pigeon. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I can go back to, you know, Fallon. I mean, I think that, I think you get handed that job. Because, you know, like, after... Jay Leno, you kind of you've already established that the show should be done by someone nice, and there's games. And Fallon has a reputation of being like, you know, like, oh look at me, I'm average guy. I find everything funny, and it'd be fun. And we have all these games, yeah. like, like the perpetual young, cool hip kid. Now, of course, that has now been I don't know how many years later because he's now married, kids. Like, he's no longer the cool hip kid, so now he's still trying to force it. Right. It's like. It's like, you know, it's like your dad tries hanging out with your friends because, you know, like he thinks he's funny and you're, right. you're going, oh my God, why is he fucking here? Like, right. you know, those kind of, those kind of deals. Um, like now, I mean, unless those people who watch Fallon have aged with him, so now he's the middle-aged man that's being watched by middle-aged people. There is, but there is no cool, hip, young talk show anymore. I didn't, I can't think of any. Like... No, I mean those those days are gone. I mean that's the right. that's the that's the thing. Right. I mean, it's the just late like, night talk show is is the is the um, wasteland of the middle aged. <laughs> <laughs> it is because it's like you know like when we were kids and like we were young and we really couldn't really watch it at like a certain point because right. you know, we had to go to bed. I was, I was a David Letterman fa- dude. Yeah, and then and and then and then there's a whole like movie called Night Shift and it really oh, explains it so well. Like the type of thing of, of what happens to him. But it's it's the idea. It's just like like NBC was the the, the king right. of late night because ABC would show like I think it was like Dateline or something like right. that or something. So the tape David Koppel I'd always remember that because you see the back of his head. Ted Koppel. Yeah, and yeah. And, and and if the welcome to Dateline tonight. 
and then he would be in the like, the back of his head, like you'd see a silhouette of his head, and then a screen of whoever he's interviewing. Right. Like they, they weren't right. even in the studio; they were right. like somewhere else. You know, it's like they, and it was like disclosed location somewhere in the country. It, it was just so ridiculous. And then I don't know what CBS was doing because nobody cared. But <laughs> at that point, right, yeah, and they, they were doing um, their own thing. Jeez, I don't remember. Well, I mean, you see, for so many years, right. like, so many years right. of dominance, and then, like I said, and then, like, like you would, and I would, I would watch, like, like Let, you would watch uh, Carson and Leno, and then you'd watch Letterman, and then you would watch uh, Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien, no, not Conan O'Brien. It was Tom Snyder. Oh, okay. Tom Snyder. Yeah, I, and I, then there was like on Friday nights was the best. It was called the Late 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 Show or the Early Morning Show, or whatever. Okay, and it would be. Uh, Oh, he's a he's a he's a commentary for sports now, and I can't think of his name. But he would have a show because it would he would bring on casts like, and it would be like you know like actors or or, okay. or sports people, or whatever. But the the one I always remember is Art Mark Hamill, you know, and he was because right. he was in New York, and and they were okay. they were talking, and the, because I feel embarrassed about this, but whatever producers has a a uh, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, uh, you know, action okay. figure, and back then, of course, Mark Hamill. Well, I don't think he, I think he still is, but he was owning a store right. that sold memorabilia and all, like right. comic books and stuff. And he goes, "Oh, too bad I doesn't have the card back. Right. It was <laughs> a lot more money." And you know, that type of thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's like, he asked how much you paid for it or whatever, because you know he was curious. And it was like a couple hundred bucks. He's like, he got ripped off. <laughs> but I was like, but that was the idea. It was like, like, and that was it. And then like. When when Leno took over, Letterman was pissed because he right. thought he was the next in line to get right. Tonight it was show. supposed to be everyone was supposed to move up. Right, it was supposed to be because like, and then because after Tom Snyder, they did bring Conan O'Brien in. Well, they said, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like after after, uh, but I'm saying though is that, that then. What do you call it? Uh, uh, Letterman moved over to right, CBS. CBS. So now there's two light, light shows uh-huh. competing with each other. And then finally when Leno was like, his contract was up and he was kind of like, he doesn't have a, a agent or whatever. And he was All like, right. they're like, yeah, we're going to find somebody else. You know, we think, well, now that uh, he had the later show, uh, uh, late night show with, uh, I think, Conan O'Brien. He, they figure he was the next one to get right, Leno, right. and then Leno didn't want to leave. Like right. he was like, you know, and we'll do a ten o'clock show, and then all right. of a sudden, like it became like, well, who we'll move him to eleven thirty to twelve o five, and then you get twelve o five for right. the Tonight Show, and he goes, nobody watches the Tonight Show at twelve o five, so right. he left, and then that's why Leno took over, and then when he finally was done, then they moved in, right? You know, and then I think Fallon though. He was doing like a like a podcast or something like a, like a, a like oh, a YouTube know. channel or something like that like for NBC right right to, yeah, they, to well, practice him to put him in the in the right starting. he had his own little thing but they were grooming him to be right. taken over yeah uh, yeah I mean but I you have to be there's got to be a hard edge because being an actor being a comedian in that kind of spotlight to get. There's millions of actors. There's millions of comedians, and there's millions of people who want to be on TV or YouTube. You know, like, God, you fucking TikTok is YouTube. They're filled with people who want that 15 minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. But to keep that fame going, you have to kind of sometimes maybe you don't want to be an asshole, but sometimes tough decisions are made, right. um, and that maybe some of those decisions hurt other people's feelings. But some you have to kind of be like, well, for the good of the show, sorry. Right. Like you know, you you have to get out of your own ego. In a way, but the people who are in charge are usually one of the biggest egos. Like I remember when they say, you know, good, good gym or bad, good, 
good Jimmy or bad Jimmy reminded me of the story with uh, Kevin Smith having problems with Bruce Willis on the set of Cop Out mm-hmm. and how he's like I didn't like he talked to Robert Rodriguez because Robert Rodriguez worked with him um, in the you know worked with Willis and didn't have him talk about like raved about how well he is and then when Kevin went to go talk to him he's like oh you got the moon Willis like there's the day Willis and then there's the sun Willis and then there's the moon Willis so basically he's two different people depending on his mood is which which Willis you get for the mm-hmm. shoot you know like fine if he's doing dire and he's maybe got more creativity he's maybe he's more day Willis but if he doesn't think something's funny he can be very difficult and almost you got the moon version of him so like that's why Kevin had like such a problem with him on, on cop out because he had the the dark version of, mm. of Willis not the good happy like Bruno version of, of Willis yeah. you know <laughs> not the moonlighting guy but then again don't meet your heroes kind of thing uh, so I feel like you know. So I feel like Jimmy Fallon is, is is a little. You gotta be a little bit of a cutthroat. I mean, I'm not surprised, Ellen. To be famous and to be relevant, you kind of have to be maybe a bit of an asshole. Like, well, no, I mean, I, I say like the, the the difference between Jimmy and Ellen was that that. Ellen supported, like, was wanted to be an all inclusive because of her, right. because of her, of her uh, sexuality, right? And she wanted to be clue to everybody else, like she sure. didn't want to have her, like, be nice to everybody, be nice to everybody, type of thing. But then she's a toxic person right. behind the scenes, and you're going, well, you're promoting this in the in the right. daylight. You're, right. hey, you're a hypocrite, but then again, yeah. it seems like Jimmy's doing the same thing. Everyone loves on air Jimmy, but behind the scenes, like, I the, the article doesn't talk about. There's supposed to be like a crying room somewhere in, on around where, like. And do I think Jimmy's honest about his apology? Maybe a little bit, because sometimes you need to. Sometimes people need to hold a mirror up to you to go, "Oh shit, maybe I was an asshole." Fuck. Right, but, it's but, just but like, the but, problem is, how do you change that? Right, as I'm saying, like, like now, the, the, now going forward, like, is it is it still going to be a toxic work environment? You know, now you have like with the like you have to get a certain like a certain amount of time to fix right. himself and everybody's right. you know like the work environment. Or you start firing the people who are bitching, right? Because there is a couple of people who are still on staff. You go, who are those guys? Let's see if we can get rid of them. Because right. that's the thing, like, because like, it's 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 like, did you apologize because you you had the mirror put in your funny face and you feel bad, right? Or did you go, I got caught and right. I I that's, don't want I don't want an Allen scandal, right? You know, because right because no one wants nobody to meet Jimmy Fallon. Everyone loves Jimmy Fallon. Right. I got all this projects out there because Ellen's Ellen's thing before she apologized was the fact that she's like, we're gonna find the culprits and mm-hmm. and the thing, and you're going. Well, they're 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 tagging you. Like it's not it's not like right. somebody in your in your organization. Right. It's you. Right. That is the problem. And Jimmy's like at least going, okay, well, you know what? I'll take the responsibility. You're saying it's me. I didn't know I was doing that. I apologize. I never wanted to do that. But you know, again, maybe if there aren't again, that's a problem not having an I think every famous person should have a no person. Like just somebody to go, dude, you can't fucking do that. Right. Like and 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 be honest with that that person because like, there are a lot of like if you're going to be surrounded by a bunch of yes men, you do tend to think that you can get away with anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you need that person that that friend or that coworker to kind of ground you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're going to be rich and famous and being like, "Yeah, look at me, blah blah blah. I'm going to do this." You need someone to go, "Whoa, whoa. not a legal team." Cuz legal team would be like, "Well, there's a way to do this legally, blah blah blah." Right. You know, you kind of want that one dude to go, really, dude, listen to yourself. You want to find a piglet, shove coke in its ass, and see what it can do. <laughs> I, I'd like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> <You> wanna, like, <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> right. See? And you go, 
Why? Why do you want to... Just because you can? Like... Okay, let's... I mean, they're a little controversial. Danny Matheson, the guy who was um, on um, that 70s show, Mm -hmm. Hyde, is now serving 30 years of life on a couple rape charges. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he thought he can get away with it, because he felt like he was entitled to this, these people, or right. because of his stature as a uh, as a as a, a star, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that actors, singers, you know, people who have a balloon, an inflated sense of self worth, tend to do things. Politicians, you know, like getting their own, they get in their own way by their own egos. And I think that you need somebody to kind of be able to go, dude, you can't do that. No, no. No, that's bad. That's bad. No, that's stupid. Right. Like, hey, if you had a no person instead of a yes person, maybe you'd be a little safer. I'm not saying that Danny Manson would be not serving time, but um, and I'm using that as like, right? Because like, Danny Manson is a slippery slope because Scientology is a part of this, like type of yeah, thing, I mean, and yeah. it's and they're they're like the religion does clean up for right. certain actors and actresses right, you, that yeah, are big I mean, enough. There are like if they if you're in a certain stratosphere, the people that you work for will try to find ways to right. sweep it under the table. I hate to use the Catholic Church as another example right, yeah, too. Right, like, yeah. You know, like I think any powerful group, right? Any powerful religion will do that. But I think that also applies to to. Music, movies, TV. Like, I think that if yeah. you're an actor, like, you are a product, and that product, you know, you're wanted by people. And if you're if you're famous, and you know, people are treating you a certain way, and then you go into somewhere and no one's treating you that way, you're like, what the fuck? Like, you kind of you get blinded by it. Well, I see. There's even celebrities that have have done crimes and have done not done the same time amount as right. somebody who's just an average right. person. Oh, they spent the week in jail, right? Like, like a weekend, or got to spend forty five minutes in a cell. Oh, you know, like, shit. Yeah, like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna like, write a book about uh, it now and make millions off of right. it. Right. Oh, oh my god, it was the worst two hours of my life. Right. What'd you do? I had a dime bag on me. Oh my god! Right. But there's a guy like three cells down going. I'm doing fucking uh, twenty years. Twenty for years this. for that. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I I just think that situations like this, you kind of have to be like, well, am I surprised? Am I shocked? No. Am I surprised? No, nah, not really. Is it unfortunate? Sure. You yeah. kind of hope that like maybe some of these people are who they are. Like very rarely do you find like people who are genuine and who they are in real life are who they are in and, personally. I think those people aren't as famous. You know, I think that like, you know, I think that they're they're in the limelight and they're in the public, but they haven't ballooned out. They're not like they're not they're I would say like I'll use Kevin Smith. Uh-huh. Kevin Smith seems to come across as a very decent human being and nice person. He's not. He is big in his social circle, right. but he's not global big. Yeah, like I don't think Kevin could walk into a place and be like, "Hey, do you know who I am?" And there's gonna be somebody going, "I don't know who you are." You know, right. have you seen Clerks? Oh, you're the Clerks guy. Like, I think that there's moments <laughs> like that. If Tom Cruise walks into a fucking room, everyone knows that's fucking Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise, right? You know, I think Jimmy Fallon. I think there. You know, like there's. Uh, Sansa, like, uh, what's her face? Sansa Stark. Uh, she might get, you know, um, popular. Like, she might go, oh, my God, that's Sansa Stark. I forget her real name. That kind of kills me that I don't remember her name. I don't know who Sansa Stark is. From Game of Thrones. Oh. Let's see. There you go. Um, if uh, Daisy Ridley walked in. Yeah. I don't think, she, I think that there's a person who could have been, like, in in the Star Wars social circle. 
she's huge. Right. But if you walk into a room that no one's seen Star Wars, she looks like a regular old girl. Like you may go, she kind of looks familiar. I'm not really sure where I've seen her. Yeah. You know? So I think that, I, I think that the level of fame dictates what kind of an asshole you are. <laughs> but I, but that, that's the, the, the big question comes down to is just like, like, does he get, should they fire him from the Tonight Show? No, they're not going to fire him because what he does, he did the right thing. He apologized. Okay. Apologize. Well, he apologized. A- and, and what matters is going forward right. is like, are there going to be changes made in the workplace? Right. Are there going to, like, is he going to be more, um, not approachable, but is he going to be more, he's going to be less Jimmy? Or is, I think it's going to be, I'm going to be, oh, nice. No, I learned my lesson, but give it like two months, three months when when this fades away because society is fickle. Jimmy Fallon's in the barrel right now. The eye of Soren's on Jimmy Fallon. And, oh, my God, Jimmy Fallon's a bad person. Let's ruin him. And he's like, no, no, I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, okay, well, Jimmy, we'll just let's keep that eye moving. Oh, look, it's that politician who got thrown out of the Beetlejuice. She was groping her boyfriend, and he was grabbing her tits. Let's go jump on her. Like, you know, and Jimmy's going, and then like three months later, it's going to be like somebody else and all this. And he's going to be like, I can now be, be a dick again. (laughs) That's that's, that's insane. Cause it's like, like to me, it's just like, like how, how, like it's like you changing your personality and becoming somebody else just because to keep your job. Right. Like, you know, it's like, how do you do that? Like, you know, like, like how, how, like I could see you being fake for, a week, a month, two months, right? Well, maybe I, you know. I, that, again, I guess that correlates to how big, how how much of a douchebag you are. Like, if he's genuinely, if he's genuine about his apology, then maybe there'll be some changes. If he's disingenuous about it, it'll be sh- spit shine, and then sooner or later, it's going to get ignored, and he can go back to being the way. It, or what's going to happen is all those people who have bitched and complained will have left because now you're going. Oh, so the people who bitched and complained, they weren't even really many people in, in, of, of importance on the show. Right. There were peons. There were office bitches. There were people like, oh, look, you're a writer. A writer on that show maybe is like one of like 15, right. including him. You know, So if he comes in, maybe your joke didn't get him much of a punchline. So now you're a little butthurt because you think it's funny. Right. But Jimmy didn't. And he's like, dude, that's a stupid fucking joke. And then maybe 20 minutes later, he finds a way to rework it and make it funny. And you're sitting there. He didn't give you credit for it, so now you're like, Jimmy Fallon's a dickhead. You know? <laughs> I'm not saying it's two Jews walking to a bar, two Catholics walking to a bar. You know? And right. you're like, I made that makes the joke way funnier. No, it's two midgets. You can't say it's two little people, they walk into a bar, you know, which is funny because they had to kind of they had to duck down. Like, you know, like <laughs> you think of something else and you're going, oh My God, Jimmy, that's so funny. And the guy who said it the first time going, I thought my joke was just as funny. No, it wasn't, shut up. <laughs> Well, I was saying, like, like, I think there should be, like, a watchdog, like, somebody, like, like, I mean, seriously, it's, it's just, like, like, is this is the culture we live in, you know, I would say, like, 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 you know, Disney made changes in their, in their right, whole right, right. system, so that way they can be all inclusive and stuff like that, and other, other corporations and other things have been doing that same thing, and you're going, and you're going, all right, and then you, you either boycott those people, or, you know, you, you badmouth them to, to right. no end, and then all of a sudden, like, Jimmy Fallon does it, and you're going, nah, he's fine. Like, no, you know, I, mean, I, think, I think that there should be, there's always going to be repercussions, but I think that also, too, we as a society are very fickle. We'll build somebody up just to tear them down. Yeah. And then when we tear them down, they go, I knew it. 
know, <laughs> like, and that's you, the thing. Like, even some people that are, have been have been found innocent of their crimes uh-huh. have, you know, now have the, never been able to recover. recover. Right? Yeah, it's it's because, and, but we do that as a society. We're like, yeah, you know what? This guy's great. Oh, he did something. I knew he was a bastard. Let's find. Oh, he's so great. He's so perfect. Let's find dirt on him. Right. You know, like nobody's that clean. No one's that nice. There's got to be something behind. He probably killed a kid back in the 30s. You know, like it just goes to my point. Everybody's a dick. Everybody's an asshole. Yeah. Everybody's an asshole, and it depends on how much of an asshole you can be. It depends on how much you want to go. People do have integrity in their own lives, and there's lines, there's moral compasses mm-hmm. in everyone's personal life. I will not do this. I will not do this. Some people are like, I won't do that. Oh, you're going to pay me to do that? Oh, I might do that then. <laughs> like, how many zeros is in that? Well, they'll, they'll start compromising who they are as a person. Right. But then sooner or later, you realize that that person has always been making those compromises because deep down in the core, they're fucking scumbags. They just act like they're not. And then, you know, you throw some money their way or they get a little fame and people are starting to recognize them, whether it be a boy or a girl, or throwing their panties at them going, Mm. oh, my God, I love you so much. Here, take my virginity. And you're like, oh, my God, this is the best job ever. And then sooner or later, people are going, yeah, but he's mean. You're going, really? Because... I've been the same person. I've just said, sure, a lot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, sure, why not? You know? Uh, yeah, so I guess we'll we'll have to wait and see, Ed. Right. I think it's going to be like, he's apologized, everything's fine, everyone loves Jimmy Fallon, after like a brief hiatus, you know? Like, <laughs> him not doing nothing. Next year, I'm sorry, Jimmy Fallon's eating bullies. <laughs> right. Holy mackerel. <laughs> I didn't see that coming at <laughs> Like, six months from now, Jimmy Fallon, murder. <laughs> I just did they weren't laughing at my jokes. The next thing you know, I just, I had the pen, and I just stabbed him so many times. Oh, my God, the blood. The blood. <laughs> yeah, forget uh, it. Uh, Amy Bynes? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hit them so hard. I didn't know. It's the alcohol. I want to go into rehab. Uh, I'll come out a new person. Please. Eddie, please. (laughs) So, hey, Ed, speaking of murder and death, um, one, I, I think you sent this. You had to have sent this to me. One Buffy the Vampire Slayer's most popular characters were supposed to die early. <laughs> I kind of remember. I don't know if I sent it to you. Maybe you had to, because there's no way I would grab this article. There's, <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. There's I would have no done way. this on my own. Uh, there's no way. You to, sometimes I have to be spoon-fed stuff. <laughs> um, most early episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer kick off the same way. A new evil rolls into town. By the end of the week, Slayer turns to dust. If this is an article about how, how Spike is supposed to be die, as soon as we get killed, I'm a little upset. Just saying. Move on. <laughs> really? Move on. Because Hold, when was this article done? Move on. This article was September 10th, 2023. So somebody from film slash, film. slash film.com just. Did they just find this out and thought it was newsworthy? I think I knew that if you watch the bonus DVD, it's probably on there. Yeah, but only only hardcore Buffy fans. <laughs> right. So, we, so the average person gone. Okay, so there's a show I never watched. I wasn't a fan of. There was an actor who could who was supposed to die early, but because they liked him, they kept him around. Oh. Okay. 
All right. That's, was it Slow News Day? <laughs> this is before Jimmy Fallon, right? Because <laughs> I'm just saying, like, nobody would have cared about some guy who faked being a British accent who's actually from Alabama, I think. Uh, he's American, as American as I am. American. As American as I am. Spike was just Drusilla's boy, boy toy for five episodes. He was going to be Angel's first victim. Uh, Master was explained at Comic-Con in 2019 per comicbook.com. Like, the whole point of the season was that Buffy would get her heart broken by Angel. They finally hook up, and Angel goes evil. And then his first act of evil is to take me down. So then they built me out to be cool, so that when Angel killed me, it would he would look awesome. Mm. <laughs> but there you have it, folks. Most popular character on the show next to Buffy was fattened up for Angel's slaughter. Spike was supposed to be killed off by Angel. Oh, shocker. To his credit, I think Josh does not believe that evil is that evil is cool. He continued, he thinks that evil is laughable, and I agree, and that's why his vampires were hideously ugly when we bite someone, because he doesn't want that to be a sensual kind of shot. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Um, You're welcome. Hey, all right, Ed. <laughs> Let me get rid of that article. Remove for you. Remove. All right. Um, okay, you know what? Last week we talked about the the that um, Disney box set. Yes, I actually have more on that. Do you? Yes, I do. First of all, my wife when she when I posted it on our Facebook my Facebook page, she immediately looked to see how much it was, how much it was and seeing if she could figure out if there was a way for us to afford it so she could buy it from for as a gift. Wow! I was like, that's sweet of you, but there is like no way in hell I would want that. I was like, it's cool. I'm like, swear we don't have fuck you money. That's yeah, fuck you yeah, money. Yeah, it is fucking It's money. like, oh, I got, you know, like, oh, I something fell in, in a Wawa and they paid me 25 grand, so let's go buy, you know, a $1,500 box set. Where the fuck am I even going to put that? <laughs> so I went to Digital Bits. Yeah. Um, I saw it, and it says, you know, they got a bunch of ground to cover on the bits, so we're going to post a couple of updates. Disney has officially revealed the new Disney Legacy animated collection. Um, the most asked question, of course, is should you want it? Yeah. Right? Do you remember what my worry was? As no, I don't remember now. My big worry was, um, well, is it going to be just the movie or is there going to be special features involved? Like, right. Are you going to, you're going to give us a hundred, a uh, hundred movies. Is there going to be any supplemental stuff other than the, the chachis that come with it? Right. You know? Um, as announced, the box set will include all 100 films on Blu-ray disc, along with digital codes for each title, plus a, quote, copy of the original theatrical poster art, a collectible lithograph from Disney Animation, a new musical comedy wish, a collectible Christy, crystal Mickey ears hat with exclusive Disney 101 engraving. Now, it's important to note that those 100 films are included in a 118-disc Blu-ray pack. So it's 118 discs total right. for 100 movies. The difference accounted for is by Pixar titles, 18 of which also include their existing special features discs. Wow. Which means many other films already released on Blu-ray with special feature discs will not include those previous special features. They've also learned that none of these films have been remastered, so for those previously released on Blu-ray, these new discs include the exact same transfer. Okay. Right? On the other hand... By our accounting, there is one title that's completely new to the Blu-ray format here. It's Pooh's Huffalump movie back in 2005. 
And there are several more previews that have been available on Blu-ray from D- 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 Disney Movie Club, including Saludos Amigos, The Three Caballeros, Make My Music, Melody Time, The Black Cauldron, A Goofy Movie, and Piglet Movie. Uh-huh. They're all available strictly through Disney. Yeah. Uh, here's a look at the opening packaging for the release. Here's the movies. Uh, 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 as you might imagine, the audience, the audience for the box set like is going to be extremely limited. Ultimately, as expensive as said it is, it is. It's still pretty decent value, given the number of films included. It boils down to roughly about fifteen bucks a title. On the other hand, again, they're mostly without their previous special features, and because these are existing transfers only, if you already own most of these films on Blu-ray. You're better off keeping those and just picking up the additional titles you want individually, including buying the Disney Movie Club exclusive titles from DMC directly. Uh, but tip of the hat to Disney for at least making a grand gesture on physical media to honor their 100-year legacy of animated films, I guess. Here's a trailer for the release. Uh, so, yeah, so it really is just going to be the movie. Pixar is the only one that's going, no, here's... All of this stuff. Probably because a lot of the Pixar stuff has to talk about the animation. Right. You know, like, here, this is the process we did. So maybe there, there's more of a educational purpose behind it. Like, you're going to have Aladdin, but really it's just, hey, here's an interview Robin Williams did back in the 80s to talk about it. And he goes, well, look at me, I'm a wild, crazy guy. Yeah. You know, like. Well, it's, it's and I mean, if you if you break it down, like I said, it's, it's. It's a good value, but if you don't own, like, if you don't own this movie, yeah, if you don't own a single one of those movies, that's perfect. Like, that's a that's a perfect moment for you to right. to, to pick it up because trust me, if you bought them individually, you're paying uh, probably over two grand easily, you know, for all that. And then, oh, and easily, you and you're not getting the posters or the lithographs, right? right. You know, the, the, the crystal, the crystal ear, hell, yeah, thing. So ears, yeah. So like like if you don't own it as as an original collection, like that's a first time collection. It's worth it. Right. It's yeah. something that you go, I bought this. Ha ha. You might never open it or you might just put all the codes in and just let it collect dust at that point. Like put it back in its box and just let it go. Cause you can go, at least I have it. It's like, like just to say you have it. as a movie buff, like it's kind of a cool set. And when you watch that book open up and you go, Oh my God, it's got like its own like little storybook stand. It's kind of folds open. It's right. kind of like really, really cool. But ultimately if it ain't got all those special features, I'm not interested in like I want. I mean, you. I'm, I'm buying a movie. Give me everything you got. And if you're going to put in some special packaging, I expect. I don't expect everything to be new, but I would at least have at least. If you're not putting the work in to remaster them into like maybe a better format, and you're just cutting and pasting, if it's a two disc set, you're just going to copy and paste the second disc too. It's not like you're putting any real money or any value into it. You, know? you could even done what they did with that. Remember, you bought that case with the uh, first. Uh, the, sorry to bring that up, uh, but it was it's it's a good it's a good it's example. A really, it's a really good example. No, you're <laughs> absolutely right. It is a perfect example of buyer beware. <laughs> well, no, that, that was that was <laughs> a <laughs> buyer beware. But yes, you're right. There is a buyer beware. I think, but they just took the first disc of uh-huh. all the Blu-rays. I think it right. was yeah. in, and put it into a sleeve. Basically, I mean, they could do that for the for the. They thing. could have, yeah. I mean, I mean, they might be. You know, I mean, like I legitimately can open up that Avengers box set, right, and op- go to Iron Man, and it'll say, Iron Man, the original thing, disc one. Right. And that's it. And I'm like, what? Yeah, it's like, right. you didn't put any fucking effort into it. You just went, you give me that disc, slide it in this thing, just put it away. Don't you want to change the art? Why? Who cares? Who's going to notice it? It does say disc one. It's two disc set. Pff, they're not going to care. All they care about is, look how cool the case is. <laughs> There's a sucker out there bored every minute. 
<laughs> but, but if, if Disney wants to sucker more people into this, make it a limited quantity of, say, right. like a thousand or whatever. Right. Give it off certificate of authenticity right. with numbered, yeah. yeah, but with numbered like certificates uh-huh. for each one. Like uh-huh. you know, like right. this is two twenty one of right. thousand, you know, type yeah. of thing, and yeah. then. That they would it would sold out like that because there's enough Disney collectors sure. that will buy that. The just, moment it says blank of blank, yeah, someone's going. How I much need is it. it? I need it. Yeah, no, I I agree. And even if they never open it, they go. I at least bought it. Right. Because if I open it, it's going to de- depreciate in value. I, like I, I, it's just it's. I'm like okay, well, like I said, I'm, I'm my wife definitely was like. Uh, like looking at like she she actually had to give me a warning because I also posted on my Facebook page um, they're coming out with a Clerks kind of a set Clerks one two and three right. and it's all three movies on DVD you can go on Amazon right now and pre order it and it's got this like little diorama of the Quick Mart and RST video from like the third one yeah. and it's like one hundred and thirty bucks for all three movies um, and my wife's thought like. Or why did you post that? And I was like, well, I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, I like. She's like, did you again? Because now it's coming up to the holidays, so she's thinking now anything I'm posting might be up for for debate on whether or not for the holiday. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want that. I was like, I think it's kind of cool looking, but number one, that's it's a it's a box set because like even it's it's you know the set's so big. That they have the CD, the DVDs in like what's like a VCR box mm. type of looking thing, so that you can put it in a return thing for, in behind the thing, like if you're returning the movie to RSD video. Huh. It's cool looking, and I'm like, that is if I didn't already own all three movies, then I would be very much interested in that. Yeah, but I'm like, I have, I have two versions of Clerks. I have you know Clerks two. I have Clerks three. Uh, the Steel Book for Clerks Three, I really like. I think it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it doesn't come with Clerks the animated series because I think that that deserves to be in there too because it's all part of the Clerks universe. Yeah, I'm like it's cool, but I'm definitely not like um it's not a it's not a must buy for me because she knows uh, what a fan I am, and I'm mm-hmm. like nah, it, it, that's a pass. She's like okay, well just, you got to let me know because you know I, it's coming up holiday season and I need ideas for for Christmas and Annika and uh, you know. That's something that you like the fifteen hundred dollar version of Disney. No, you ain't got that. But one hundred and thirty bucks—that's kind of doable, right? Like, and I'm like, no, I appreciate the thought, but no, nah, I'm, I'm no thank you. You know. So there you have it. And I, when I, as soon as I read the article, I was like, that answered my question because it doesn't have. I felt like it, it needed to be brought up again to the show because last week I was like, I wonder if it has it. Found that it doesn't. Fuck you, I ain't buying it. Ain't getting my money, Disney. Well, it was the thing too. There was now, the, if you do that with the Star Wars thing, the, the original trilogy, you, you might have my money. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just, just, just the, 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 I was like actually the, like the last week I was thinking about the that set and all, and I was just like going. I I kind of remember there wasn't titles that I was like, like thinking of, like like uh-huh. what didn't they put into the set? And they, right. They, the big question is, you got a hundred years of Disney animation. What, what did make in? the cut? You know, well, uh, not in the cut. <laughs> And I'm like, and I'm like, like, like this movie. I had to go back, and I'm like, some of the movies I was like, I oh, know it's there. It was like because there's so many. Right, like, there's a hundred. But movies. some of them didn't make the cut. And I'm like, and I can't remember now, so don't ask right, me right, what right. they were. But it was just like, well, there's things that's just like, well, why did this movie versus this movie make it? You know, like, right. like who made this debatable? Like, right, there, you, know, you know, there's there's people sitting around going, okay, let's let's look. We got the board. Yeah, you got the board, and you go, okay, what needs to be in it that we all are in agreement of? 
Okay, Little Mermaid. We all agree. Yeah, Beauty and Beast. We all like are are the greatest hits. Right. So now, like out of the greatest hits, so we have only covered ten years worth. We still got ninety more years to figure this out. Obviously, Snow White. Anybody know the, the, who here doesn't want Snow White? Get out. You know, right? <laughs> but you see, like Cinderella, like, we got it. Sleeping Beauty. Got like you said, there were certain there were certain decades right. that they could they could easily like you know right. put those movies Fantasia, in. Fantasia, completely agree. Fantasia too. Yeah, not so much. Right. You know, but let's throw it in there. You know why? Because it's a sequel. But you know what's not in there? Lilo Leroy and Stitch. Where's that one? <laughs> Where's Lion King one and a half? So I'm asking. You know, maybe that deserved to be in. You know, you cut loose the three caballeros and throw in a... Because that is... <laughs> I have three caballeros. I did buy that. It was one of the movie club, club experiences. Because uh-huh. I've never seen it. I've heard about it. Uh-huh. I've never seen it. And there's a ride in, in, in a yeah. car that you go through the three caballeros. Uh-huh. So I'm like, what is this about? Right. Donald is a womanizer. Like... <laughs> And it's terrible. It's not. I remember seeing it as a kid going, I don't like this. This is just stupid. Hello, Tuts. It's like, that's what it was. Yeah. It's just like, hey there, Tuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was supposed to show the, I think, South American <coughs> cultures is what basically what it comes down uh, yeah, to. Yeah, like definitely like Mexico oh, and, and, and Central America and that Latin. kind of stuff. Oh, okay. So like, like it showed the different dances, foods, that kind right, of thing. The eyes of suburban white dudes. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't consent. They didn't, I guarantee you, there wasn't a person of color on the, any of sets that then that moment. No, there were. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there was yeah. there was the Spanish and all because they were showing their dances and uh, stuff like that in the costumes. And, all right, we, all we need you guys to dance so we can animate it. Right. No, some <laughs> of, a lot of it was live action. Uh, a lot of it was live action. Donald and the two cabrios. I can't uh, think of their names so, right now. So it was kind of like a mishmash. It was who framed Roger Rabbit before. It's like when when when, yes. when Jerry the Mouse danced with uh, Gene Kelly. Yes. So they're. I was just say like like everybody everybody goes to like Roger Rabbit is the most like innovative thing. Uh, you know Disney did that. Sure they did. Like for, they, they like back in the 1900s yeah, they had the Alice shorts. The mech is perfect in it though. <laughs> he did the Alice shorts with the there's uh-huh. a cat and, and and this live action girl Alice mm-hmm. and they would you know type of thing and it was like you know I mean you know and then and like I said as time went on like other other cartoon companies at right bottom, like, like hey, this is doing we can do it too <laughs> like that one you know like the American uh-huh. Paris the, the the dancing with Jerry and then there was something else and like you just mentioned I can't remember now like, <laughs> but it was like they've done it Peach Dragon in the seventies right, you know, like, in the seventies like look I'm a human there's a cartoon dragon in front of me I'm high as fuck. <laughs> well, was the 70s do, do, do you see that dragon man because this shit's hitting hard <laughs> i don't see a dragon he's oh, invisible oh my god i'm the only one seeing this fucking dragon oh my god. <sighs> someone give me some loots quick oh my god i don't want to crash i don't want to crash look at bad having a bad trip i'm having a trip no one sees this dragon oh my god he says his name's pete no, I'm Pete. Oh, shit. It's Black Dragon. No. Oh, what do I get a dragon? I was so fucking high. I bought a dragon. No, I bought an animated dragon. No one sees. I bought an animated imaginary dragon. Oh, I'm so fucking high. I'm so fucking high. <laughs> Off the magic dragon. Oh, no. So yeah, <laughs> that deserves to be in the the, the hundred box set. 
Peace <laughs> Dragon, definitely. <laughs> they did it twice. They did, they did an updated version of it. Right, they uh, did an updated version. No one saw. Nobody saw. <laughs> I have it. I actually yeah, I didn't see it either. I, I have it on. I have it on Blu-ray or DVD or something. I think it's like five bucks on Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna look. He's like, no, I no, I don't want to look. No, don't look. Because I think, I, well, I, I mean, my wife bought it for me for. Right, but it's got digital code. You probably already have. To it. have it right. That's the thing. You don't even have to put it in the machine. You just click a button there, Ed. <laughs> I'm not gonna look now. I don't know. Anyway, so just, yeah, I was so, just looking. I looked up the Disney one. Like, I think Lion King one and a half is almost a masterpiece. I love that movie. Love it, Ed. Love it. I love it. For those people who don't know, look it up. It's the Lion King retold through the eyes of Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. It is great. I bought it. Ah, what's on the menu? <laughs> or the, the reason why they all bow, it's not because they're being honorable. It's because Pumbaa farted. And one passed out. And then the other guy's like, oh my god, they're bound. We should do it too. And the whole place bows because one guy passed out. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch that fucker now. <laughs> no, I'm going to go home and watch Fast and Furious. I promised myself that tonight after the show, I'm going to settle in, you know, get myself, you know, like a bowl of cereal or something. Nosh while I'm going, oh, that's right, it is about family. <laughs> <laughs> and look, you guys got Rita Moreno. Are you run- you're running out of old people. <laughs> like you're definitely running out of family members because now all of a sudden she shows up out of nowhere. Is she going to be a ma or is she going to be an aunt? Like, I, and and is Jason Momoa? Like it looks like based upon the trailer that I saw, is that it goes back to another movie where J- or, where Dominic Toretto killed the bad guy who denied Jason Momoa a life with his father. So he wants to do nothing but destroy, I'm going to destroy your family like you destroyed mine, kind of thing. I'm going to take your kid. <laughs> Which family? <laughs> I got three of them, because I just found out that I have a kid. That's the kid you're going to take. The mom, Brie Larson's in it. Game recognized game, right? And then Charlize Theron's still in it, and is. You have so many famous people in this thing. It's going to be like walk-ons. Like, Kurt Russell, everybody, I'm here to just give you I'm exposition, dude. I mean, I'll be honest. I already know that at the end, The Rock comes back. Yeah. I, I, I That got spoiled from on the internet. Like, this is like, wait, we talked about how you two, you bumped heads, and that the only reason you, that you slammed De, uh, De, what do you call it, Vin Diesel for the fact that Vin Diesel tried doing it, we got to do it for for Paul Walker. We got to do it for you know his kids, his, or his, kids like or his kids, and Wayne's like, dude, you scumbag! You're trying to get me back into the folds by using that as like, how pathetic are you? No, Hobbs and Shaw didn't do so well. Guess who's kind of guess who signed up for the check? <laughs> like, I guess. I mean, it's kind of how it feels. Like, well, this couple movies kind of flopped. Was, I gotta get back in there, right? I, 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 I don't, I don't have Shazam to fall on anymore. <laughs> Like oh my god, Black Adam! I thought was going to be a hit, and now it, it it you know the dynamics did shift in DC, but not the way I was hoping. And now someone's going want to be in you know Fast Ten, just cameo. We'd be in Fast Eleven. <sighs> Fine, <laughs> fine. Do I, can you kill me off this time though, <laughs> dude? You're the Rock. You can't get killed in movies like that. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> I do have Peach Dragon. 
eyes. Or the way he sounded. He's like, fuck, I have Pete's dragon. God damn it. Thought I didn't. I was going to be like, oh, I don't even have it. <laughs> nope. Dude, you have over a thousand movies. I... Like, I didn't know I had fucking Battlestar Galactica. Like, that was funny. The other, the other night, I, I was I was going through, I was looking for something to watch. And uh-huh. I was like, you know, I got all these movies. Like, what haven't I seen? Uh-huh. And I'm going through, and I'm like, oh, I got this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll put this. You don't, know how, you don't know how fucking irritated I was when I was like, oh, I was standing there with, with Battlestar Galactica in my hand. I'm going, oh, fucking doesn't. I was walk, about to walk up to the counter. I'm like, oh, it doesn't have a digital. Co- I don't see any digital shit. So I kind of backed away, and I had to think about it. I'm going, do I really want to buy this? I don't own any Battlestar Galactica other than the TV show. I don't... The cover's cool, and it is 45 years old, and I kind of feel like there's a little... The little child, the little boy Sean inside of me that remembers watching it on TV. Actually, I, went to the, I, I saw it in the movie theaters, because it was a movie... That and Buck Rogers in the 25th century were, right. were shows that were put onto the movie theater first, and they used that as a pilot, pilot for the actual TV show. So the only way you could actually see the pilot of the show was to go on the theater. Brilliant marketing, by the way. Right. You know, you get people in the theaters. They should do that more often. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking about the other day. Like, they should bring that back because we were talking about Battlestar Galactica. Like, uh-huh. They should bring that kind of shit back. Right. It's just like, you know, you see the pilot and it's just like, if it sells well, then you know like there's right. going to be an audience for it. Like you put you put some money into it and you create, it, you create a movie and that you know, and you already let people know that, hey, this is going to be a premiere of the show and the only way you're going to be able to see that is by going to the theaters. Right. And then if the show, if the movie does well... We're gonna make the, but back then they, there was no VCR, there was no DVD, there was no streaming. Right. So like, you would have to like. That's why it worked. You had you were forcing people to go, go into the theaters. theaters. You would have to come up with some sort of you know some plan to get them in, in there. Like, yeah, this is once we're doing a one and done. You know, we're gonna have a short theater run. You got a chance to see it, but we're never showing that pilot again. Right. Like, and we're going to, you know what? We'll put that on Blu ray and DVD and 4K after the fifth season. Yeah. Right. Guaranteed five years. Boom. Box set. <laughs> I also think, too, that I think more TV shows should have an end date. Like, I think that after a while, a TV show should finish. Like, there shouldn't be, like, this is going to sound stupid. Uh, Remember the, the show Gotham Knights that yeah. one season, one yeah. and done? They should have at least given them a finale. Because the, I because I, I streamed it. I watched it because I have the, what do you call it, through Max. You can watch it. I didn't care about any of it. What I cared about was Harvey Dent finally becomes Two-Faced by like the last episode, right. the, season, the season finale. So I wanted to see how well they did because I saw a clip and it looked fucked up. Not his face, but he couldn't. They overdubbed his mouth, so it the clip I saw didn't match up real well, uh-huh. and it didn't look like it looked disturbing when I watched the what I thought was the good copy on Max. I'm like, oh, that didn't work well as much as I thought it would. Like, there's got to be a way to do it right. Like, you can see him kind of talking, but because of his face, like it just it just didn't sit well. And I knew that he ADR'd the voiceover because he couldn't talk right through the prosthetics. Yeah. So he had to go back and re-loop it. But because he was trying to talk through his prosthetics, the mouth wasn't 
quite Singing working. Singing out to the words he's saying. Right. It's like if I'm saying the word P, if I'm saying, hey, Ed, it didn't, it maybe the process, I'm like, hey, how you doing? Like my lips didn't, it was just the eye nose. Right. And it was just something seemed off. I was like, ah. but I would have liked to have seen them have like a finale because when it ended, the entire season finale ended with Bruce Wayne, not Bruce Wayne, the fucking kid getting kidnapped, thought left for dead, and thought brought to some place where I think is the League of Assassins. And I think they were introducing um, Ra's al Ghul in, in, in the end, that he was going to train the kid to be the new Batman. Right. And that's how it ended. And I'm like, oh, you definitely see they were trying to set up for season two, but it just... <laughs> gar- hot garbage. <laughs> hot garbage. <laughs> Well, was, like you say, my, my wife was watching this show, and I, I actually started watching it. It's, it's on Hallmark Channel, and uh, it was about these. This, this woman was a cop, and then she was a, a writer, or her dad was like like a, a horror, not a horror writer, a mystery writer, okay, type of thing. And so, but the, the daughter was like a, a English like uh, professor or something like that, okay. like type of thing. And the first one is her father is being convicted of a crime that she, he didn't commit. So, okay. like thing. so they're trying to figure it out, like type of thing. And as it goes on, there's like case after case of, of things. Uh, and okay. She gets involved because she's knows somebody like, it's kind of weird. Like how they, they put the two together, <laughs> you know, type of thing. But she helps try to investigate the, what's going on type of thing. So wait, hold on. But it's, so she's a, is she a writer? Yeah, she's a writer. She's a writer helping the police solve yeah, crime. Yeah, it's 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 it's, uh, it's what a castle. Castle, yeah, Peter <laughs> versus a castle. I, I said the first thought that came to my head too was castle. Right. So, <laughs> so we're, we're like she's watching this show, and every once in a while I, I would sit down and watch it with her, and, and you know, uh-huh. like, and I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, the only hallmark because it's like, like right. police should not be giving this kind of evidence right. to a civilian, <laughs> you know, like type of thing. You know, just put it here. I found this this manuscript that's occurred. Take it home, read it, let me know what you think of it. Don't use gloves. Right. <laughs> just take it. It's tampered evidence. Who cares? That's yeah, fine. So we're a small town. <laughs> it's probably the guy who just rolled into town probably did it. <laughs> so we're watching this, you know, and I think, like, and there was one scene where, where it was like they were about to like kind of hook up, and then there's a phone call, uh, and they're like off da, to da, the da. next adventure because it's like kind of like it ends on a. On a Thing and and then like it's like like I think it's like six months later oh, okay. and then the cop comes into the crime scene and she's standing outside and uh-huh. he go and he goes why is she here and it's just like I think they were engaged oh, or something like that through okay. the series oh, and type of thing and then so it's like this huge cliffhanger and you say like what happened they canceled the show right you know, it's See? like it's that moment I hate that going, I hate that just. Like, look, if you're not going to do a show, at least give... Give it a finale. Right. Some people are a fan of this show, and you're letting it die, and you're not getting people... Like, at least an ending of some sort. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, some great grand, like, story. It could just be a quiet one, like, one last mystery, or this is what happened to us, or this is how we do it. Like, there are so many shows that I've started and have gotten canceled, and I'm like, I don't know how that ends. Remember the one, I, I think it was... It was a mystic point. It was about a girl who has amnesia, but she's supposed to be the Satan's daughter. And she had like on her eye, she had the six in her iris. Mm. There was the six, six, six. I forget the name of that that show, but I was sucked in and it lasted like half a season. And I was like, motherfucker, like, cause I was, I was invested and I'm like, this is a good show or, um, almost human. I think it was, or, um, the one with, uh, (sighs) shit. Um, 
guy who plays Dread. He's in The Boys. Um, he's a cop, and his partner's an android. Yeah, that was that almost, was almost, almost human. human. Yeah, that was human. I loved that show. I thought it was great. Ended. No finale. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Thank yeah. you. And like it just finished, and I'm like, oh man, like I it's just come on, or you know. Give us, especially if the show's been on for long enough, and you just go, yeah, we're just going to cancel it, and mid-season, or at not give them a heads up, like, or at least what, what people should start doing now is, I think if you're going to create a show, I know you want to make sure that there's a cliffhanger to get people to come back, but I do think that as a writer of a TV show, you have to accept the inevitability that with so much content out there, while you want your show to be a hit, maybe every season should be a finale, not like a we're over and we're going to move away, but that this story arc is over. Like Smallville was really good doing cliffhangers, but they also knew who, that they were a, a, a powerhouse. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, every season had a big bad guy, and by the end of that season, it, it, was, resolved. it, was, it was resolved. Yeah. You know, for better or for worse, usually for the better, it's like, you know, it's a brand new day, and then next season, new big bad guy. So in case the show ever got canceled, you had a finale. Yeah, like you could have you had a finish line at least for at least at least you gave people an arc. Maybe it may not be a satisfying one, but hey, look, Willow was a bad witch. Now she's a good witch. Xander saved her. That's great. You know, like oh, look, the whole school blew up, but at least Buffy saved you know everybody. You know those kind of like storylines. Right. Like you go, okay, well, there's an there's an end. So even if the show were to be f- canceled during the course of the summer, you go. All right, well, at least there was an ending. Like, right. you know, I, I'm not going, oh, my God, is Buffy alive? I'm never going to know. Right. Like, you know? Yeah, and it's annoying to get, like, even to get the articles that, like, people that wrote the show or, or produced the right. show or showrunner, and they talk about what the next season would have right. been. You well, know, like, well, they, what they, we thought we were going to do was this. Yeah. You know? oh, and sometimes you go, thank God they canceled. It was terrible. Right, right, or you're right. going, ooh, I'm interested in that. I right. would like to see that play out you know like everything and it, it makes it worse because it's like either way you were like you were like yeah they're right to cancel the show but then you're right like they should be a finale but i mean like at least know you're going to be picked up for the next season before if you're going to drop a cliffhanger because yeah. i mean that's a lot a lot of now like we talked about in, in a lot of shows was they are getting a season two or they're going to get a season three before right. season one's even finished yeah know, like, like um one the live action one piece show on netflix it's got a, you know the anime, the magna manga. It, the it's a beloved series, mm. and now they turned into a live action show that has been so popular. They've greenlit green a season two even before, like while the hype's still going. Right. You know, um, so you just kind of hope that okay, well now you have to hope that you can come in under budget because what's going to happen is like now how long is it going to take you to do a season two? You know, because there's special effects involved. I mean, look, look at this way. Stranger Things still has a final season. Now, thanks to the writer's strike and the actor's strike, who knows where we're going to get new content of anything. You know, I mean, you might get the scabs working or make, get some, like, independent people. Well, they're also saying, too, that the foreign market, too. We, we right. might get more, like, of, like, Squid Games sure. and stuff like that, the Asian market right. type of thing, because it's like they're not part of that strike. So they can they can move in, you know. And I wonder we can if, get some- if I'm, I guess, could I, if I was part of the Actors Guild, could I make a movie over there? Yes. Okay, so I, I can still be relevant. Like, I can be like, you know what? Peace out. I support my people, but I got a, I got a 5 o'clock set call over in Asia. I'm going to be part of the next Jackie Chan flick. Yeah. Because Jackie Chan got, you know, I'm like, look at me. Like, there's, I, 
just realized that there's a Jackie Chan John Cena movie out on Netflix. <laughs> and I'm like... Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, we had a little bit of a, a faux pas. Ed somehow... <laughs> I'm waving my arm. I'm going, I got to see that this movie, John Cena and Jackie Chan, that's bullshit. And I'm like, no, really? And he starts swinging his jaw dropped and he hit a button and it stopped. Not only did it stop the recording, but it started looping back the, there's a Jackie Chan, John Cena thing. And just looping over and over and over again. (laughs) And he had to go figure out how he was going to marry this part to the other part. Did you find the answer? Yes, I found the answer. Right. We're, we're, back like, we're back on track. We're back on track. All right. So is Ed looking for, <laughs> looking for this movie? I um, are you? I'm just looking at uh, Jackie, Jackie Chan. Chan. See if it. See, I'm, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go John, Jackie Chan, <laughs> Jackie Chan, John Cena movie, Hidden Strike. Hidden Strike. Hidden <laughs> Strike. Here it is. Uh, yeah, it had a budget. Dude, okay, distributed by Netflix. So it's on Netflix. I, I apologize. Not, uh, n- But it didn't... It, no, you said Netflix. You were I right. Yeah. I was? Okay. Yeah, I did say Netflix. Um, it had a budget of $80 million. And it had a box office of $917,000. Where was it playing? Well, what, sometimes what, what Netflix and a lot of streaming services, what they do with their original stuff is, in order to be considered, now this is going to sound funny, the, the phrase I'm about to say is going to make you chuckle. In order for a movie to be considered for an Oscar, <laughs> there you go, yeah. it has to spend two weeks in movie theater. Yeah. So now, for all I know, Netflix maybe has like a couple of local theaters that they put their stuff into so they can get a, a like an audience. Like it doesn't have to be seen by everybody, but as long as it has a, a short theatrical run of some time, like maybe it's two months, not two weeks, but even still, in two months' time, uh, they made a little over 900 grand. Um, but maybe they had a bigger plan for it. They're like, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to produce this, and maybe that's how they fund. Like, well, I mean, like I said, I, 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 I don't, I don't think this is going to be Oscar contention because most of that stuff comes out about the October, not really November to December time frame, like towards the end of the year, because that's when, like, like all the Oscar contention stuff kind of comes out. You're going, it's a weird movie you've never heard of. Right. All of a sudden, comes out of nowhere. It's advertised, boom, 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 and then you're going, and next thing you go, and that was a film that was. Now, and when the when the Oscar nominations are right. announced, you're going, wait, what movie? And you're going, wait, wasn't that like a short live in December sometime? And you're going, oh yeah, it didn't look good then. You know? Well, apparently, I said, here's a question on Google: Has Hidden Strike been released? The film stars Jackie Chan, John Cena. Uh, Hidden Strike was released on July 6, 2023, in the United Arab Emirates and several other countries, and on uh, July 28th in the United States and internationally via Netflix. So it didn't even, like, we made a movie, but it made it for overseas. You know, it's like one of those overseas movies, Movie I guess. Right. Uh, was Hidden Strike a flop? I'm going to say the film has estimated a budget of $80 million, but limited theatrically didn't scratch the surface with a horrible box office take of under $2 million, So financially, the film fell at the first hurdle. <laughs> 
Well, that's and that's and that now see that's that's where it becomes more difficult now. It's because stuff like this, you're going, it, you know, like just because it was a theater for a short period of time and only made so much money because how, how much advertising did they right, do in the right, United yeah. Emirates? You know, like how, how you know in the UA, how, how do you know it, it made any money at all? You know, right? And and you're going. It you know it's like oh it was a flop because it was eighty million dollars and it's just like well now it's on Netflix what it, like what is it right like and, and then, what's it rich, what's it generating and Netflix far? won't tell you that's the thing like it did well or it didn't do well that's all they're going to tell you they're not going to give you numbers like apparently Netflix hides all that information they don't make that public knowledge to people to see how well how many viewers watch or how many households watch this movie you know to to see you know type of thing and because like like it also like what what does it count does like if you accidentally hit a, a hidden strike and you watched it for like 20 seconds and you go oh crap i didn't want that one and you get out of it what the next movie do they count that as like right like, you know like uh, it does feature actors speaking in mandarin as well as english with Cena dropping into both, a trait that he's endeared him to Chinese audiences. So apparently he can speak Mandarin. Yeah. Uh, Chan speaks eight languages, including American Sign Language, so he's in his element no matter what. Fucking Jackie Chan speaks eight languages and knows, uh, what do you call it, uh, sign language. Yeah. Fucking man. So protect him. Don't let anything happen to him. Uh, Hidden Strike 2 is not confirmed. I don't know. <laughs> Just in case you're interested. <laughs> Uh, so someone here is an article from yahoo.com it's the question was what is the title of the movie Jackie Chan and John Cena obviously hidden strike and the underneath it says it it looks like the fact that Jackie Chan and John Cena are stars in of hidden strike are seriously drawing an audience this week with Netflix counting 37.8 million hours million hours viewed in the first two days of the streaming platform All right. so I guess someone can track something whether or not it's popular like you know oh yeah it's streaming we got this number streaming right but whether or not the people are like you know like right now you could stream it and we pay no attention to it but it counts right you know like i said it's it where netflix and chill comes into play and we're gonna start netflix and pod <laughs> <laughs> just put a random movie in the background i, I, th- I thought about that because it's like like if you if you like something so much uh-huh. You could you could watch it over and over again, just have it running in the background sure. of your house, yeah. and like do something else because like it's the white noise of like you know right. Oh look, I love so Empire. It's, a, so it's like yeah, like, I love Star Wars. So if I play, I love Star Wars movies. Maybe Disney will make more of them. You know, right? You know, and Stacy, as a Harry Potter fan, it's her comfort food. So if Voodoo's paying any attention to my account, they're gonna say, "Oh my god, the Harry Potter movies are always streaming." Right. Like it's like like obnoxiously amount. Like she'll fall asleep. I she fell asleep watching one of them the other night. I was like, she's like, I'm going to watch Harry Potter while I go to sleep. I'm like, okay. And like five minutes, she's out. I'm like, why would you even bother? I'm just legitimately like, it looks like you're 20 minutes in. Put it away. Like, <laughs> and then she wakes up. Oh, you put the Harry Potter. I'm like, yeah, you fell asleep. Like by the time the opening credits were over, you were. She's like, no, I wasn't. I'm like, no, it was more like 20 minutes. But like, you know, you are just sawing away. So, <clears throat> I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about Jackie Chan. I don't know, for sure. Well, we were talking about Jackie Chan. We were talking about movies in general. Uh, um, <laughs> what's this article about? I don't know. I, I got rid of it. <laughs> what were you talking about? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, who cares? 
right. Well, apparently, it was a John Cena Chucky Chucky movie. Chucky movie called Hidden Strike. Hidden Strike. No one's no one's seen it. Never seen it. Uh, let's see. Let me do a quick peruse over for uh, 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 Katy Perry's past comments on the real truth about Russell Brand's resurfaces. Mary Elizabeth once said that Ewan McGregor's son is obsessed with certain Star Wars characters, and it's not to them. Uh, every series of modern Doctor Who ranked according to IMDb. Uh, 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 let's see. One Piece showrunner comments on popularity. Rumor Aquaman 2 scene caused viewers walk out in test screenings. <laughs> Have you... We. I was... It's weird. Um, I think it was last week. Uh, I was at work and my coworker John mentioned that he saw an article where they lost the footage for the trailer for Aquaman 2. They couldn't find it. And that that like the story was that that Warner Brothers has just given up on this movie. They can't find shit. And then like two days, apparently the internet got a hold of these articles because then Warner Brothers comes back. No, no, here's a teaser for a trailer. It's gonna come out on Thursday. Apparently they were supposed to release the trailer at New York Comic Con. Okay, but they they pushed it up because people are going. You there is no movie. You're not gonna put it out because it's supposed to be coming out in December and. You, there is in, in it's two months away, less than two months away, and you guys are not promoting anything about this movie. You, you, it's dead in the water, isn't it? You're just putting it out just to be. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. No, it's okay. Uh, look at him. <laughs> I just, uh, well, they did drop the trailer because I did see it. I did actually on Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night they 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 posted to kind of prove. No, there's a movie. Here's a trailer because they they I, I was watching actually watching football and I got I, you know like, <laughs> who are you? No, just the Eagles were playing. <laughs> the Eagles, the Eagles were playing. All right, I know. And then it's just like you know I got I gotta be I gotta be relevant at work you know sometimes because <laughs> 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 yeah because yeah, we talk about nerd movies so long and then, right. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, the uh, anyway, I saw the trailer. So actually, I released it. I dropped it on uh, X and uh, and uh, Facebook. <laughs> so go to Geekster Radio and follow us. Uh, it's there. Uh, but like, it was interesting. And I'm going. But in my head, I'm going, why? Why? Are, like, they should bury this movie. Like this this movie. Put it on HBO Max and just call it a day. Like, like, like. I don't, just, yeah, I don't think they're gonna. Think, I don't think they have the balls to do that. You know? I mean, granted, I guess like did they they buried the Bat Girl movie? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they uh, were like, nope, we're, we're we're shoving that. No one's ever gonna see it. No one's ever gonna see it. So you're going, you're going. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm like I'm, I really want to go back to cons again just to see. Yeah, so if there's any bootlegs there's of it, gotta be one. Somebody has to have a copy of this. You know, because somebody gets hold of reels from somehow. And, right. And, and oh yeah. Stuff on. So. Uh, I think that's the the idea is uh, you know I forget what my point was oh for the, the Aquaman I I, I I I at this point you're you're not going to do any of the DC extended universe right now the way that it is like unless Jason Momoa is going to be Aquaman going forward right you know like type of thing then you're going all right it makes sense of course though the relevancy of his story now going on is not really worth it you know so you're gonna go in well maybe you know i mean you're, you're getting black man again so right you know. i like black man i thought it was good i mean i don't know like it looks like the according to the trailer it takes place like 15 years later which seems about right which tracks right. <laughs> you know uh he's married has a kid i think they're gonna do the uh i think he's gonna lose his arm at the end of the movie yeah i think i, I think the they're trident. gonna give him the trident uh hook 
the hook hand. Okay. I think I think they're gonna go. I think they're going that way because I believe the plot of when he lost his hand was that Black Manta kidnapped his kid and I think murdered him. Like and and uh, I'm they're never gonna kill a kid. God forbid. They're never gonna do that. But I think that you're gonna put Aquaman. In Make the it dark. They're gonna go all the way. Push it and they're gonna make Aquaman lose his. He's gonna get his hand lost. And at the end, you're gonna see him go. Shh, with a, like the little trident, and I'm yeah. like, oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and his hair will turn blonde, <laughs> right? Well, the, what's funny is that he, he apparently looks like uh, the bad guy, um, Ocean Master. Yeah, he's in the sequel too, but apparently they need to team up to bring down Black Manta because he's got the dark trident. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but I don't read the comic book. But I feel it. But when you see Ocean Master, he looks like what Aquaman could be in real life. Right. He's got long blonde hair. He's got like the almost a similar kind of outfit on. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are just, just you guys, cut Jesus. it out. Cut it out. Um, so you've seen the Flash? Yeah. Um, what did you did you like it? Yes. Okay. I thought it, we talked about it. I thought it was enjoyable. Um, however. Uh, Tim Burton, right, uh-huh. has slammed Nicolas Cage Superman cameo in The Flash, referencing director's axed film. Uh, his quote is, I am in quiet revolt against all this. This is on Variety, by the way. In a recent interview with the British Film Institute, Tim Burton discussed the impact of Warner Brothers scrapping Superman Lives, which had Nicolas Cage attached to the, as the, the, t- the titular hero, as well as how I felt seeing Cage as Superman and Michael Keaton's Batman in DC Studios, The Flash. I mean, you know, he's got a face. I mean, he did bring at least one of them to screen. Right. Uh, he, he said, no, because, quote, no, I don't have regrets, Burton said, of the scrapped Superman project. I will say this, when you work that long on a project and it doesn't happen, it affects you for the rest of your life because you get passionate about things and each thing is an unknown journey and it wasn't there yet. Uh, it's, but it's one of those experiences that never leaves you a little bit, you know. Um, mm-hmm. If for those people who haven't had a chance, um, I let a friend borrow my coworker because I was talking about the death of Superman lives that documentary. Yeah, I told him about it. He's like, I really want to see that. I was like, Okay, I brought it in. I brought it. In. He's like, I. He's like, I want to see that movie. I was like, I know, right? Like by the time you get done seeing the death of Superman lives, what happened? You kind of want to see Tim Burns Superman. Yeah, like you're going. I would have. Nicholas Cage is Superman, the long hair, everything they set up, Brainiac. I'm going, I, I, I kind of want to see this movie now. Right. <clears throat> so, anyway, so um, following the success of the Batman franchise for Warner Brothers, Superman, but the Batman franchise, Byrne was set to direct Cage as the Man of Steel in Superman Lives in the late 1990s. However, the film got shelved after spending nearly two years in pre production. Uh, Cage made a surprise appearance as Superman in Warner Brothers The Flash, in which he battles a giant spider as the multiverse begins to collapse. In 2023 superhero films, he also sees the return of Keaton as Batman, who Burton directed in 1989's Batman and 1992's Batman's Return. Uh, Burton's reacted to Cage's Superman and Keaton's Batman in The Flash, comparing the cameos to the recent trend of reimagining films and characters using an AI platform. And here's a quote, but it also goes to another AI thing. And this is why I think I'm over it with the studio. They can take they can take what you did, Batman or whatever culturally or whatever, and culturally misappropriate it, or whatever you want to call it. 
Burton explained. Even though you're a slave to Disney or Warner Brothers, they can do whatever they want. So in my later years in life, I'm in quiet revolt against this. Uh, Burton criticized AI recreations of Disney characters in his trademark style in an interview with The Independent, saying, I can't describe the feeling it gives you. It reminds me when other cultures say, don't take my pictures because it's taking away your soul. Uh, what it does is it sucks something from you, he continued. It takes something from your soul or psyche, and that's very disturbing, especially if you if it has to do with you. It's like a robot taking your humanity or your soul. Um, that's pretty much the end of the article. Because um, I, I did see that. Like, there is... People have been plugging in stuff into AIs and having them create artwork. Um, not necessarily TV shows, but definitely like, hey, let's do take let's take this show and put it in the Tim Burton style of film. So the AI has been fed all this information and mm. creates these surrealist pictures sometimes of what a character might look like in a Tim Burton world. And I, I it's I'm going to say that it's not. It looks cool, but you can go, okay, so that's what a computer looks like when it does. I'm like, I'm, I don't think, I'm not, you're not going to have a movie about it, but I mean, you're not going to have like an AI generated Batman movie or a Tim Burton AI generated. Well, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, right. I mean, that, that's, let's be realistic because I mean, like, there's certain characters, and that's the thing, like, like, Especially when you get a movie for somebody who's like 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 Indiana Jones, like you like uh-huh. you want Harrison Ford right, as right. Harrison Ford, Ford, and that's just like let's face it, like the last two movies, he's getting old, and it was just like right. Well, I've not seen the last movie. Okay, right, not yet. Anyway, it's coming out in video soon, I'm sure. Yes, I know. I know it's I buy the, the the big the big disc box, box set. set. Okay, because this is the last one. He said he was anyway. Right <laughs> until there's another <laughs> dollar. Okay, you know, a couple more zeros, and I'll be in. And this is a paycheck involved. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want that Disney box set money. Anyway, <laughs> but, but you want you want Indiana Jones to continue, and you want Harrison sure. Ford to be young forever, like right. type of thing. Right. Because there's there's times where you have conversations about movies, and you go, you wish you had more of that movie. Right. But those people have either have gotten so old or passed away sure. that you can't have that anymore. Like, oh, I would kill for another James Bond, young Sean Connery right. James Bond movie. Right. Like, yeah. like that kind of style and all, especially uh-huh. like the 60s and right. you know, that, that, that design and all. Like you, you want that and that's what you did or what you crave and you talk right. about it and you think about it and all that kind of stuff. And then somebody goes, hey, we can do it. And then it's just like, really? How do you do it? We've got AI now. And you know we can we can plug enough of this data in. We have enough of the old system, right? That you know that we have enough footage of Sean, Sean Connery, Connery that we can AI we can recreate him in an AI formula. Uh, his his voice will be spot on because he said enough words through the course of his career that right. we can probably make sentences and, and conversations. Like, right. Almost it, like it, he's there. And like now, like they're working on voice modulations where they, it's like you can actually like right. talk like somebody, like you know, right. like, sound like Connery, and you know, they, they, so you could even Should have somebody read start. the script, you know, or, right. or just feed enough that the AI knows it's his uh, cadences right. and, and 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 voicing, uh, you know, style that you would you could do it, and it's just like, and it's just like, well, what would it look like, you know, if we had another Sean Connery film? This, this is where as I, Bond, I, this and is, it gets dangerous. It does. This is why I side with the the, the, the strikers. And it's the same. You 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 go you go. Now you're taking away from artists, you know, because it's like, well, the writers are like, I'm not going to write it. Well, like we have enough of these scripts. 
right. they feed it in that we could make more Bond films. They always joked if you throw a bunch of chimpanzees in a room with typewriters, they'll create Shakespeare. Right. Now we got a bunch of computers and a bunch of crap. Let's start making shit. I just, I just feel like you spent all your time thinking whether or not you sh- you could do it. You never stop to think if you should. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. First, there's ooing and hawing. Now there's screaming and yelling. yelling. I, I just, Jeff Goldblum's gone, I feel like we've covered this somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, yeah, sure, it's not dinosaurs, but it's it's still very similar. Like, it, there's the part of me who is fascinated by it. Like, what I see, what I want to see a movie created, generated by AI. Yes, I would, because I would like to see if there's a beginning, middle, and end. See, and the characters that, because I'm curious about that. But I know that that is a such a slippery slope that I don't even want to go. I don't want to touch it. It'd be like the movie that you watch, like you watch a porn. No, I'm watching Die Hard Seven, like with Bruce Willis. If it doesn't exist, oh, it does. Sit down, watch this. Like you know, like you're gonna be like you're, and it's like young Bruce Willis. It's like you know, like in like something that you would never think it'd be seen or. Baby, come here, come here. You want to watch something really cool with me? I'm watching like Back to the Future Four. I'm watching Back to the Future, but Eric Stoltz in it now. Right. Like it's all him. Like you get to see the movie that no one saw. Oh, right. You're going, what, what, what? And you, no, you guys sit in and watch it. Like there's these things where you're going, oh my god, I would love. You can make that Superman movie with Nicolas Cage. Like, right. and you go, oh my god, it's fucking awesome. The script is still out there. You know, and all the workings, and you could actually create that and watch it and maybe potentially sell it. But no one's going to get paid except for the people who, are, who made it because Nicolas Cage didn't sign off on the rights to his face. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know. But it, there, it's, that, it's that, like, it's kind of dirty. Like, you're like, oh, it's like the well, back room. Like It's, it's, it's dangerous. It's, 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 like- it's such a, and I, I agree, like, Back in the day when we had TV, you had reruns, and then that stuff would just go away. You know, and you, we would think about it in fond memories. Then along came VCR and DVD and Blu-ray and streaming services. But the rights of the actors and writers, a lot of this stuff can live on forever. Like, I mean, and what I mean by live on forever, it's like, let's take The Walking Dead, for for example. You know, now I know it's done spinoffs, but let's say the original show, the Seinfeld. Seinfeld is probably playing somewhere right now on yeah. some channel for free that you know someone bought the rights for for whatever reason to put it on their channel to produce an income. But what's and back then it was unheard of because it wasn't done. There wasn't a record of these things like the reruns, Mash, things like the stuff that we saw right, as a it kid disappeared. Once like, it was done, it was over. Right, and that again. was it. Like so now, now you're living in a world where I think that actors that role can live on forever. Yeah. You know, not necessarily like we're going to make sequels and sequels and sequels, but Michael Keaton is 1989 Batman has been transferred onto so many different kind of medias that that role of his can now live on generally forever. Right. But what's going to happen is at some point in time, Michael Keaton's going to pass away. Yeah. Those checks that he gets are going to, now they're going to be like a penny or if they haven't already dried up now, like I'm sure he gets a, a check, a residual check at this point, right. you know, and he maybe he's getting a little something. We've seen TikToks of uh, the guy who, you know, like it's, it's you know, that the guy who, played like, Rufio. Yeah, in the, he in the, kind of goes like, "Hey, here's my, here's the checks that I made. Movie, Sometimes yeah. it's for voiceover work, and I got 
12 bucks. Steak or steak or steak, steak night or not. Right. Steak or sandwich. And and you kind of go like, okay, so Michael Heaton, while he might not be, you know, like worried about his next paycheck, but some actors are. And now if you know, like, let's say Michael Keaton maybe needs help and he gets old and he needs, like, a hospice or something like that, you would think that the money that he has made on the backs of Batman can help pay for the help that he needs. But you find out that it's not because it, he had a contract for X amount of time and now the company's still selling those copies of Batman, but he ain't getting dime one of it. Because of it. Well, that's the same. Like, like, and that's and that's see, that was the fight back a few years ago. Sure. Like, uh, I forget how long ago it was, but they they got right. those rights there, so the actors now get paid every time there's right. a sell. You know, but it's, it divides out to so much that you barely get sure. paid. So you have to sell a lot of units for them to have a, a good right. paycheck. Right. A, good, a nice paycheck. So now the next step is, is AI and computers. So they're like, yeah, but now if you can recreate, I mean, when we saw Emperor Palpat, uh, Emperor, where now Grandma talking, and we're like. That man's been dead for a very long time. And while he didn't look perfect, he looked damn near perfect. Right. You know, sure, the family written off said it was fine. You know, uh, at the end of, you know, uh, Rogue One, where, you know, we have hope with, with Carrie Fisher. It's his her, it's her daughter posing as the body double. Right. And obviously, they got, they're okay for that. But there's going to be a point where someone's going to go, do we need their okay? Everybody in the family's dead. Like... You know, we don't need to. We don't. Do we have to pay them? No, we got a computer to do it. You know, we got the young version of them. We got the old version of them. You can, you know, you could. Well, that's that's the saying. Like, 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 what's 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 going to be the what's going to be the dirty thing to do is the fact is is that right now with all the starlets that we have and all the writers that we have, right, they might come to an agreement now for stuff. But you're going. I could still have an AI machine. Sure. Write new scripts of new stories right. of different IP that doesn't have the start right. like, like type of thing and start generating new material that way. Right. Creating AI characters of people that never existed. They're right. just computer generated. Right. And that's a problem. Like, either, like if their voices are going to be computer generated, if their images are going to be computer generated, and these people don't exist then all the companies, the corporations, they're just reaping in that money. There's no creative soul right. to the, the process. So that means all the writers, all the directors, all the actors are well, now officially out of jobs. I, I yeah, and I think and I think it's gonna be a small group. I don't think I don't think you can get rid of everybody because no, it's like I, there has to be one idea and where it starts and and, and that right. creative vision goes like that direction. There's the computer can't do that part of it. I, it could it could finish it off. You know what? I'm gonna say this is gonna sound stupid. Look towards the adult entertainment industry. Yeah. They're always the ones that are kind of like the for, the forerunner of some stuff. Um, I can't tell you how many deep fakes I've seen of actors or actresses in compromising positions and being like, oh, "I know that's not them, that that you know," but it looks like them. Right? Like you get an actress doing something and you just superimpose you know deep fake another actress. You're going, "Oh my god, that looks completely real!" And if you get another, so you think it's it's out there. Yeah, and they're perfecting I mean, there's a whole website that i about that animation one that i showed you that morphed into like um uh mel gibson into you know like it moved it morphed into the very actors it went from uh jason momoa to right. ben affleck it was just all ai created yeah. in motion and some of them looked really really good yeah and i'm going 
I that looks exactly like Ben Affleck. That looks exactly like Paul Rudd. I mean, if you can perfect that one image and get that one image to, to talk like Paul Rudd, why do you need Paul Rudd? Like, like <laughs> that's, that's the same. Like, like, like identity wise. Like, yeah, that, I think I said like those those actors and actresses right now. Like I say, yeah. but I mean, eventually, like, like I could see Warner Brothers or Disney or you know or Lionsgate or somebody going out there going, look, we can't we can't keep giving the actors and writers all this money because right. we can't we're we're not making the money that we 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 project you know type of thing because it's some bean counters making a a wild prediction yeah. of how much this movie's supposed to make to make money you know type right. of thing and they don't make it so like they go well let's we like okay the working ips now we can't we can't touch like you know type of thing right they'll continue on with actors and all that right. kind of stuff in the industry that way but let's create something new that like it's like okay there is no actor involved there is no writer involved there's no thing it's just one like a project and it's like somebody's going to come up with that project and then start that off and then all of a sudden like if we as the audience love it it's just like what else you got you know like like, that's gonna it happens a lot where it's like oh this is so phenomenal and this is great and then we as a society start just getting it spoon fed that's like well i want more of this and they're like oh there's a market let's start flooding that market to get saturated it becomes it's it's, it's a never it's a, it's a circle of life yeah you know like but you're gonna have an actor going oh, i kind of want to be a part of that so how do i be a part of that okay well i get to sell my likeness my likeness to a company right all right so what what am i worth you know like oh sean you're you know 100 pounds overweight but we can computerize you to give you, you know, to make you lose that hundred pounds. All we need is your rights, your face, and your body, and we can scan you and put you in anything, anything. Mm. What's your price? What's your price tag? Uh, I don't know. But and and you kind of think about it. And you go, okay. Well, my my I think my image is worth this much. And they go, okay, here you go. But then fifty, sixty, seventy, a hundred years from now. I'm now just some background actor or I'm a front actor. I'm dead and gone. I'm Ash. You know, just nothing. But my likenesses live on. And there I am in like, oh, now now in, you know, Batman 77, you know, Sean. Woo! You know, like. Well, the, the, the idea, though, is, is that like a lot of actors, and that's why they do it, is that they want the immortality of it, like to be in a film, to be in there forever. And then like sure. people to remember them and, and, and watch their films and endure them that way so it's like a lot of actors would do that but you like if actors were smart enough it's like you don't give away your rightness completely away no you, you got, got like, some, you some, got, some something it's like how much is like like being like Hugh Jackman being Wolverine like right like you cannot see any else being right. Wolverine at this point in time and like, right so you so you go so Hugh Jackman goes for Wolverine it's going to be you know 80 million dollars mm. you know type of thing for my likeness to go on right you know, Sean, say, you've been the face of uh, Sean Connery's been the face of James Bond for X amount of years people seem to like him or Hugh Jackman's a great example how much for Hugh Jackman how much for Wolverine Hugh Jackman how much for greatest showman Hugh Jackman right you start to you start to pimp yourself out going oh I think my superhero persona is worth this much money so when you make superhero movies with my likeness I get paid this much but you want me in a romantic comedy I don't do comedy much you know but I'll give you 10 million I'll, yeah. I'll cut you a deal I'll cut you a break I'll cut you a break you know I kind of always wanted to be in a comedy but I never think I had the acting chops but you know what 
here's my, you can use my likeness for this new romantic comedy starring Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. They've never, you know, like a movie that two and the other married in real life and they're falling in love and all that stuff, but maybe they've never been in a movie like this before. Right. You know, and now we have them because they they sold the likenesses to themselves. Now we can get them to do almost anything. Right. You know, like, oh, Sean, you, you know, you're a pudgy podcaster. What's it going to take you to make you to a thin action star? I don't know, $250 million. That's what it's going to take. All right, Sean, here's $250 million. Here's $250 now You're now an action star. Well, okay, well, I think I'm kind of funny. You got any romantic comedies? Because I, I, maybe Finn Sean could be a heartthrob to somebody. How about we do that for a cool 100 Gs? What do you think? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, or you know what? How about this? You keep chubby Sean, and I could be the plucky comic relief in some other kind of movie. Like, I could be the, I could be the new Jack Black because I'm standing around being kind of funny and comical, and that's, that's the real me, but nobody's really going to be like, oh, my God, Sean put on so much weight for that role. No, 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 it's me. It's, a, it's an AI, you know, an AI version of the real me, but that's where I really look like a book because I'll, be, I'll, I'll have to do press for the movie. Oh, my God, Sean, how did you, what kind of resume did you do? <laughs> that would <laughs> be the next Ooh. thing. It would be AI, like, interviewers, right. interviewees. Right. You know, like, I walk on, like, so, Sean, apparently you sold your, you know, you, you're now the new Spider-Man. Yeah, no, I got they got a 16 year old version of me going around, and um, you know, clearly I'm not 16, right? <laughs> Look at me. You, these these abs these these abs have turned into a party bubble. <laughs> no, like, come on, there, buddy. You don't think I? You know, no, I don't have a kid. That's actually me. I sold my light. I sold my look when you know they were able to de-age me, and I went, yeah, that looks like me. You know, here's my here's my here's my high school photo. Yeah. That's passable. There you go. Right. And now I'm the new Spider-Man for the 23rd century. You know? <laughs> You're Spider-Man 2099. Right. Um, Spider-Man 2025. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, how much did you sell your soul for? I'm like, well, for the Spider-Mans, like, you know, I'm like 350 mil. I figured, you know, it's got some longevity to it. I'm a Spider-Man fan, so I cut him a break. Sean, we're thinking. Kind of a deal. Sean, uh, you're a James Bond fan. Yes, I am, but I can't talk in a British accent. That's okay. We can take care of that. What do you think that's worth? Well, that's kind of like a dream project for me. So I'm, I, you know, eh, but I, granted, I'm, I, it's not my voice really. So, yeah, 200 grand. What do you think? Okay, that's fine. You know, hey, Sean, we want you to be uh, the, new, the new Indiana Jones, <laughs> Pennsylvania Paul. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at me! Oh I'm, Pennsyl- I'm Pennsylvania Pete. You know, look, I'm, a, I'm like it's a spinoff. Like uh, I don't know. Like I'm a huge fan of those movies. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no one could beat Harrison Ford. Yeah, but Sean, we're not talking about Indiana Jones. We're talking Pennsylvania Pete. That's you. You're gonna be the face running away from <laughs> boulders, and you're like, ah. right, you know what? It's a whole new pro- whole new property, Sean. You're gonna be the new. Action hero, I just need your face. We'll take care of the rest. What do I get streaming rights? <laughs> like, 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 dude, is like, what are we talking about here? Like, I want streaming rights. I want you know, video game rights because I mean, if you got me in, if, if you got me in AI and movies, you could, I'm just what's one leap away from video games, you know? So I mean, you know, the, the Pennsylvania Pete and the you know, plot of the 
pothole on the Pacific Highway. You know, something <laughs> stupid. Pennsylvania Pete in the unknown Wawa. <laughs> oh my God! There's no people in here. It's just AI and touchpads. What's going on? <laughs> this belongs in the link. <laughs> just, you know, Pennsylvania Pete just. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, get away! Fucking day, Pennsylvania Pete and the terror of the Jersey Turnpike. (laughs) (laughs) And there I am behind the wheel of a car going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I got to go where to make a left? (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I got to go right to make a left? Who goes right to make a left? What's a circle? (laughs) Jesus. Big Ben. (laughs) Pilot, Big Ben, kids. (laughs) Right. Jug handle. Jug handle. I heard a jug head. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, you've been listening to Geeksters. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. Now brought to you by AI. <laughs> we're going repl- to replace ourselves. Hello, Ed. How are you? I'm fine, Sean, and you are doing you know great, what, too. You know what's going to be worse, though, is <laughs> they'll be funnier. Right, they'll be, because it'll be a computer going, we've analyzed everything and what was funny in the show and what wasn't, <laughs> and we took out all the unfunny, and we kept it. It's number pure. <laughs> and we found 45 <laughs> We found a, a solid, solid 45, maybe a minute worth mm-hmm. of chuckles, and we took that. Mm-hmm. And we've now computer animated it and put it in the computer and made it spread out going, oh, this subject was funny to a lot of people. So now it's all that. Yeah, but now I, but why did you give me that voice? That's what we thought you sounded like. What the are you doing? Da, da, welcome to Geekster. <laughs> I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> I, I am Ed. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Again, Geeksters Radio, Facebook, give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Oh no, follow us at X for me. For me, known as Twitter. It's X for me, known as Twitter. X for me, known as Geeksters. Hey, watch it. Don't get your headphones following the computer. You might want to be stuck in a loop again. Uh, so, again, Facebook, Geeksters Radio, give us a like. On X, formerly known as Twitter, it's at Geeksters. But if you want to contact Ed and go, dude, what's up? You can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Pennsylvania Pete in the Order of the Phoenix.